We've had ministers on, we've had actors on. And so we, we wanted to go into, um, you know, you know uh, wanted to get some professors on as well. And then when I saw your profile, I, was, I thought to myself, hey, you know what? I really want to talk to an architect one day. I really want to understand what behind is it, right? And so that's how I then discovered your profile. And I was like, hey, you know what? Let's have him on the show and you can explain to me why don't I understand <laughs> the beauty of it. <laughs> so I was like confused. I was like, okay. <coughs> Okay, let me go and let me see what is uh, all about. Well, I hope you like the set. I hope you, you yeah, enjoy yeah, the setup. Perfect. This is the BTS, you know. Yeah, thank you so much. On our worst, in our worst period, we had two episodes a day. Okay. Se six to seven t days a week sometimes for a month. And that was a total but, but, nightmare. But in your website, nothing is there. Mm, we on our Instagram and we've just started re yeah I, I producing saw your it. Instagram mm. I saw your YouTube uh, channel as well but Thank in you, website sir. it's there's it's still, I, so I was like okay this guy is asking me about this thing I mean let me check what he's gonna talk about our website shouldn't be it, was it down can you check our website to make sure it's open uh, uh, we're running it's it, it, it is it is basically just a uh, a what's the right word a it's just basically directionary, a directory. Yeah. So it's just meant to give you other links. Yeah. And then if you click on podcast. Yeah. Uh, I saw that thing later, the podcast, the host, the contact. Yeah. I think some of our episodes, I mean, the website isn't exactly, oh no, it's working. Okay. We had Abu Jade, who's a comedian, uh, Master Mo, who's a public speaker, uh, Dana, she's a, um, She's a food uh, critic here food, in Bahrain. Food, yeah, I, I, I watched her episode regarding like how tough to be. Yeah, scary. Scary. I mean, India, I mean, there's a time I used to do food review in Zomato. So like you have Talabats in India, we had, uh, we have a Zomato. Mm. So that time you have to write food reviews on their app and slowly and gradually they'll give you a score. And I, there was a time I was a super foodie. It was pretty okay. Sometimes you have to, criticism is always, I mean, I don't know why people take that thing as a negative notion. Some it's people's skins are really thin, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, very thin. I mean, there's a time we criticize uh, <coughs> restaurants like hell and every time they ask, they, okay, why didn't you visit and we'll, we'll, we'll sure, serve sure. you another food and might be, you can change your opinion. So it was pretty easy and the, uh, the day I saw, I was like, Okay, she nice. yeah she she has she has a she has a permanent lawyer now on retainer because she's been sued three times. Yeah, and 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 and, and I I heard about that contract thing. Yeah, 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 where she has like, to sign okay, it. That's dude. She had one she had one guy who messaged her saying, "Hey, I'm gonna put your car on fire while you're inside of it." Like, <laughs> that's such next level. <laughs> But also for a food review, like you're threatening to kill someone review. for a That's food so review. The thing is, I'm paying for that food and I'm reviewing. That's all. It's not like you are inviting me and I'm doing a favor. You know? Unbelievable. And she had like some creeps as well that like showed up at a restaurant and then said, hey, you know what? I really fancy you. So I'm going to get you every food of Bahrain. Yeah. And then he, that, 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 that stalker you. Yeah, 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 yeah. All the bread. Like, okay. People. She, she's, she, I was talking to her recently and she's still dealing with him. Hmm. So she doesn't know what to do. That's that that's pretty strange, you know. Uh, to is it? Yeah, it's strange. Like somebody is like sending you food every uh, second day. Why did she slap? Maybe she's scared. 
No, I said the 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 internet sensation that Indian actor who slept who slapped that girl and then it was everywhere on TV for a while. That was another hypocrisy. Let's not. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know, I know. He's famous now. He's famous now. He's he's gotten he's gotten a job <laughs> because he slapped that girl. In India, you can do any unwanted things, and uh, people. I mean, there, 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 there are two sets of people that will support you. There are other people that will criticize you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I, I just recently, I saw him on, on, I don't know what channel, but I remember seeing an interview with him. And he talks about how, how you know, he said like, oh, I really regret it and blah, blah, blah. And I didn't get jobs for five years. And then he said like towards the end of the segment, but now everyone's messaging me saying they want me in TV shows and movies. So it is very common though these days, you know. There are people, there's a girl called Dhinchek Puja. Mm. Dhinchek is like a, uh, what's it, how to say, Dhinchek is a very slang kind of thing. Like mm. Somebody is like very easy going and very jolly, you know. Like, you have to cross the boundary of that jolliness kind mm. of thing. So there's a girl and and she used to write like two-liner, four-liner songs. And she was a famous and people like... Gone crazy. Where where we are heading? Come on. Do you, th do you think that... Um, oh, what's that famous actor called again? Um, I forgot his name now. Um, huh? Sadiq, was it Sadiq Khan that he 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 threw Khan? Shahrukh Khan that he that he threatened that he might run for prime minister. No, because remember his son was arrested. Yeah, and again that was all a bribery case. Yeah, right. And you, that guy got clean shit. Exactly. He, I, I, so the urban rumor was that he he supposedly said if his son isn't released, then he will try. He will go and run for prime minister. No, I don't <laughs> think so. so. It's, it's it's impossible. I mean, you are a film actor, so it doesn't mean you can be anything in you, India. You don't so think you need so? A, you, you need a certain. You, you know, Indians are very particular about profession. If you are a so you'll fit into A. They'll consider you A only. You, you can't... Uh, you don't... I mean, Sadiq Khan managed Shahrukh Khan. Khan managed to, to, to fucking become prime minister. And all, all he did was a cricket player. No, no. I mean, he's not a cricket player. He's... Uh, I mean, IPL, the Indian Premier League, it's a cricket... Uh, no, 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 no. The Indian prime minister. Uh, Imran Khan. Imran Khan. So Pakistan have a different situation. In India, it's not possible. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Trump managed to become president of the United States and all he was is a TV star. No, I mean, India India is, I mean, you can ask Akash. India is very particular about things. They can't imagine uh, things. It's impossible. Where do you sit with that, Akash? Do you agree or well, you well, What's your take, Akash? Completely With who? Uh, with me? Yes. So, I mean, I... I so there you go. I think he, he would vote for... What, who Shadow Khan? Yeah, why not? But I will not, never. I mean, no, I can't imagine Shahrukh Khan as a politician. But think about like the average like person there, right? Though, but but again, there are fan followings. There's a set of people they follow and they, they literally worship... Uh, Is what the ground uh, he works on, absolutely. No, 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 literally in India, they worship, they have statues, they have thing and they, every day they do aarti and uh, the way they treat their God, uh, at the same time they're treating the so, why, stars. I, I can't imagine but, but not... But still, the kind of situation we are uh, going through in hmm. India, it's possible i mean the the boycott i mean you know have you have you uh, heard about this boycott trend in india yeah i mean amir khan i mean yeah, the yeah, guy yeah. he's known as some mr perfectionist yeah yeah yeah. his, yeah. his movie got boycotted just because he said something like two or three years back about india mm. about the situation the polarization thing he's like i don't think so india is the right place to sit and me and my wife is thinking about moving out and just because of that that trend and people boycott do you know do you not think though that that was that was a hit piece 
Hmm? Do you not think that was a hit piece though? I don't know. I mean, I don't think that naturally happened. You know what I mean? I think so. It's not naturally happened. There's a, uh, a particular toolkit. I mean, uh, from from 2014, there's there we a, go. There there are toolkits. I mean, if you see the things are trending and they're following this uh, proper manner. If you see, there are different IT cells. They're working for it, and it's all copy paste, copy paste, copy paste. From well, absolutely. I mean, um, uh, Modi himself called up Twitter when when he didn't like <laughs> what was happening and said, "Shut it down." And that's Shut what happened. Down, yeah. I mean, it's 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 pretty crazy at the moment down there. Do you do you do you think that brain drain will ever stop happening in India? No, I think it's it's, it's impossible. Yeah, I I, rem I famously remember my godfather. Um, he is from uh, Bombay, and he's a physician, a doctor, a brain surgeon in the UK, and he went back to India to open a hospital, and he realized that the stigma involved. Because they saw him as like, oh, he must be a failure because he's come back from the UK, right? Yeah. The thing is, if you are a UK or USA or Canada return or Australia return, they're like, okay, that guy. I mean, the people will taunt you like hell and they'll say, okay, this guy, okay, he is not able to run that much. That's why he's coming to India. Exactly. It, it, it is considered as a sin kind of thing. Exactly. In, in typical Indian societies. Recently, the Yusuf Ali, the Lulu group oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah he yeah, also yeah. i mean his small uh, get into the controversy unwanted controversy yeah. because that is one of the biggest mall at the same time other malls people are obviously if you're providing everything people will go people are looking for the new thing in terms of entertainment not in terms of their thought process they want to still stick i mean it's not about any particular religion it's about all the religion in there they're mm. very particular about things they mm. just want to go to that do you do you do you see that Bollywood will ever take over from from Hollywood on a more international scale? Now uh, the South Indian <coughs> Bollywood, <coughs> Bollywood is all about. Oh, hello. Hello, hello. Okay, or you can turn down my gain. I think right. No, you can stay in the same position, but just speak a bit louder. Okay. Hello. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we just okay. increase is this our okay volume. Now? Yeah. Okay. Fine. So, I mean, the South Indian film industry is uh, taking over the uh, Bollywood. That is called Tollywood. Like people and superstars. After the, I think R R R. There's a movie mm. and uh, the Pushpa. Mm. Pushpa too. I think here. Yeah. Yeah. Your DP is about Pushpa, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I saw this. I was like, wow. I mean, okay. This guy is fan of South Indian movies. So the Pushpa and other other movies like Tollywood is uh, kind of you can say. I think so. I think I think Bollywood might have a bigger chance than China would. I think is that what they call it? The Chinese Hollywood, the Chinese movies that are coming out. Chinese movies, people. I mean, Indians are very fancy. Uh, I mean, they they fancy about the South Korean movies, not Chinese. Chinese yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that There's a time. I mean, there's a certain set of people, or you can say below twelve or twelve to fifteen. That time when you're exploring your. Uh, hormonal sure, thing sure, sure, sure. that time you're okay we, we, we should watch kung fu and we should watch all the chinese thing but after that when you slowly and gradually you grow so they when chucky chan i wasn't again i was in bombay when chucky chan was there yeah on a separate project and uh, I, I met chucky chan and people went crazy hmm. seeing him it was it was biz I, I you know i i've never i i've even in america i never thought that chucky chan would be like people would stop and make a parade and the whole shebang they pray. I mean, the thing is, if you go to southern states, <coughs> Kerala, uh, the Andhra Pradesh, Tamil Nadu, mm. 
yeah and karnataka so mostly the telangana side or the andhra pradesh side or tamil nadu i mean they literally worship their superstars mm. and there's a fun following in fact bollywood don't have uh, that much of privilege the kind of privilege those people are doing they literally worship their, their stars and they the thing is they also appreciate their effort mm. uh, i mean if you go to cinema hall there's a 100 feet 50 feet 70 feet statues or the cutboards are uh, cutouts are placed and they put flowers and all before releasing them all the audience and all the supporters and fan followers it's me all, all that kind of like fan following it's a different world crazy. you know it's a yeah. different world i mean rajnikant rajnikant is rajnikant like shahrukh khan and salman and amir or akshay they have mm. still uh, they, they they rule the northern india but mm. uh, rajni is like rajni I I think that it's a transitional phase and I think how like the Americans had like the 1950s and 1960s where you had like those big big movie stars those big Hollywood stars I think that's that's what India's going through because now No but it's fading actually yeah, I, I mean so in too. Bollywood it's fading if you see the current trends it's fading literally in South India it's uh, emerging as a better industry but uh, northern india no, no, uh, the bollywood it's fading it's completely fading what what do you think about the youth do you think um do you think movies in a traditional sense still has a space or do you think it's all going to go online like with I youtube think, with uh, uh, ott is better option i mean the kind of effort they already put in there's a money it's not ooh. i mean the, the the thing is if you buy caught a movie then it's not just about the stars there's a whole people there's a whole industry behind industry it. is behind i mean there sure. are people i mean they are daily uh, wage or no mm-hmm. so you have to think about them also that's why they are working hard i mean the thing is movies fail i mean how they are supposed to Okay. Yeah. It's not just about the Amir Khan or Salman Khan. Sure. Or the thing there, there are uh, people. You know. There's a whole support. Whole, Lord. whole support. Whole support team. Whole crew member. Yeah, nobody ever thinks about ca- so mo- catering. Mo- mo- yeah, movie is not just about the stars. It's about a crew member. For example, one movie more than one one hundred or one fifty or two hundred people are working. They're, they're, they're supporting members, supporting uh, technical directors or assistant director or technical people or non-technical people, the laborers, the chai wala, the tea wala, the flour wala, the light wala, so many people. Dan, by the way, he was in ch- he was working on a movie here in Bahrain with a with a Indian director. No, no, Dan. Yes. Which one? Uh, it was an independent uh, film. And uh, what happened to it? Uh, the director ran away. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ. That always makes me laugh when I hear that. That's why architecture is a failed business in India, you know. The thing is they promise somebody that and then just disappear. And it's the crazy. thing is, for example, just because I'm an architect whenever I visit my hometown, there mm. see a hell lot of people will come. Okay, can you you have to just draw four lines only, you know? Why you need money? And you're asking your uncles, you're asking your aunt, or like, come on, there's a whole brain which is. I mean, if it is about just four lines, why didn't you draw it? Yeah, and then call it a day. Yeah, construct. That's all. It's it's weird how people don't. This happens in every culture, but I don't understand how people don't understand that you got to eat. You know what I mean? No one, for whatever reason, people don't seem to. In India, they don't want to give you money. Click. They're like. It, I mean, you have to do it for free. It's just about four lines. You have to draw like this. Tick tick tick. That's all. Yeah, and they'll instruct you know, just place this thing there, place this thing there, please put this thing here, here, here. 
And why why the hell you have to hire an architect? Why don't you do it yourself own? then? Yeah. And it's not about other people. It's about my my dad also. It's about my mom also. And they're very fantasized. I want this should look like that. This should look like that. At the same time, when another relative they comment about the, the it's not <laughs> like. What do you have done to this particular space? I mean, come on, it's still under construction. Mm. Let me finish my house. I mean, the thing is, the first time I had designed a house because we had a common uh, joint family, and every Eid and Bakrid, Eid, mm. uh, we celebrate together. All my uncles, all my aunts, all my cousins, everybody is in one place in my old house. So this time we thought, okay, what if my my wife will come, my brother's wife will come? So it's better to have a big uh, kitchen, right? So my kitchen is thirty feet by twenty feet. Mm. It's right. big kitchen. It's big kitchen with a central island, so that every I mean all of you can cook together, mm. and every everything should be in proper place. Then one of my aunt came and like, "Are you sure it's a kitchen? It's a marriage hall. Come on, you have just wasted the space. Blah 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 blah. And by the time uh, the central island was not done, like it's just a waste of space. I don't know how many kitchens you're gonna. People come and people do taunt. And then my my parents are like, "What you have done to our house?" It's not looking good. You have designed this big house once. Everything is finished. Now everybody is coming and clicking the picture of the kitchen. Kitchen should be this big. This mm. is the perfect kitchen for work. So that I mean, during my during my engagement, all my relatives, all my uncle, uh, aunts, and my all our maids, everybody was sitting there. Everybody is working in that kitchen. So we need that that sort of space, you know. Everyone like why? I mean, l- l- let me finish the towel. Let me let let it get it done with that. Then only you can comment. You can't just say prior to that joining. I I totally agree with you. I know I know I know f- friends um, who are physicians and doctors. Who, who their parents will not take their medical advice, but will take it from a complete stranger. A stranger, yeah. Who, and it, it's they always go, you know what? I can't. What can I do for you then? <laughs> it's crazy. It's yeah, absolutely crazy. Yeah, and then now everybody extended the kitchens earlier because earlier it was a very small kitchen, this size kitchen. Mm. But the thing is, if you have joint family, if if me and my brother, and my brothers, we I have two brother, my me and my brother and my wife's gonna stay in the same house. So we have to make sure it should be big enough to accommodate all the people, and we had a joint family. Still, directly or indirectly, still we have. So sure. you have to accommodate all people. You can't just say, "Hey, just wait outside. Let them finish the work." You know. Sure, sure, so sure. It's like that. So, do you believe open kitchen concepts are are the are still popular? It in India now, people are adopting the open kitchen, but okay. again, it depends on people. It depends on the users. For example, there are people they do parda. Mm. So they don't want uh, the ladies don't want uh, them to see like mm. if the guests are there. So might be they'll put curtains when the guests will be there. So then, what is the purpose of having, having an open, open kitchen? kitchen? Absolutely. No, I think this is interesting because I know in the in the West right now, open kitchens are becoming less and less popular. Um, kitchens in general are becoming less popular because a lot of people are just ordering in food. Yeah. You know, places in London, especially the kitchens are so small. Uh, that there isn't really a kitchen per se. You know, I know apartments in London where the f- where the freezer is bigger than the fridge. Yeah. That's to me. You know, the the you've got a one point something million. Uh, let's put it in BD. You have a seven hundred thousand BD apartment, mm. and the kitchen is as big as a beer cooler. It's not a kitchen. It's like a kitchenette kind of yeah. thing. like the pantry, like exactly a smaller version of pantry kind of thing. Yeah, but the thing is the kitchen. The the thing is. Uh, whether you're talking about the Bahraini, I don't know much about the Bahraini kitchen system. But Indian, they they 
Have they, they, yeah, they, they love to host people. Mm. They are very good with the hospitality and they don't want to order food. I mean, it's a sin, like ordering food from outside to offer your guests. Do you, do you think that's going to change in the next couple of years mentality-wise? I don't know. My wife don't know how to cook. There you go. That's the answer to that question. So, yeah, I can tell, but she's learning now. Mm. She's learning, but... And my mother, she is very good cook. I mean, the thing is... If your parents or if I'm a guardian to my son or my daughter, if my wife, if we couple can feed our child a better food or food from different tastes, different background, instead of sticking to the oats and the all the so-called sophisticated foods. Or frozen food that just the frozen food, then only the child will enjoy the actual thing. What is the point of having a frozen food in your home? And people should know how to cook. I know I know a girl we had on the show who who was telling me that um Although she has the time, she has the, the finances and everything, she's just too lazy to cook. And she'd rather just buy something frozen and heat yeah, it I up. I don't prefer, I mean... Uh, the, I don't know how you can live like that, personally. Yeah, the thing is, you know, I remember when 2016, I went to Saudi. I was in Riyadh for three months. Mm. And by the time, I don't know how to cook. I just know how to prepare a tea. Right? Mm. So when I reached there and my company gave me like fully equipped kitchen with all the utensils and I was very excited let me cook today and I asked my mom I called my mom hey I want to cook uh, your XYZ dish she was like okay go and get mutton from the shop corner shop whatever yeah yeah so we don't have a cold store concept we don't uh, prefer the uh, frozen meat or frozen food Mm. so in every corner you'll find the fresh meat Mm. you'll find the fresh vegetables so I've been there. I got my mutton. It was cube mutton cubes or something like that. And then she 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 instructed me, okay, do this, do this, do this. Everything was done, but mutton was uncooked. Mm-hmm. Then I told my mother, the thing is everything is just perfect, but the thing is mutton is uncooked. I mean, why? Then she asked, uh, from where you got this mutton? I was like, from uh, it, it's a frozen mutton. Then she told me you have to have papaya because the frozen mutton you can't cook in a open utensils. Ah, you have to okay. use the pressure cooker. Sure. And the my three months in Saudi, every time I have to order food and I put on weight because I don't know the cooking. Sure. So I regret. I mean, I should learn sure, cooking. Sure. Then when I came back, then my mother taught me how to do that. Now I can cook. So the thing is, if you can cook, you, I mean, then only you can host people and people can enjoy the authenticity. For example, you are Bahraini and I'm an Indian. If I ask you, okay, why don't you come over to my place? Let me host you. Let's have a dinner together. Mm. And if I have to order something from some XYZ Indian restaurant or some XYZ American or any European restaurant, then what is the point of hosting? It's better to go to a restaurant. It's better to go to KFC or it's better to go to Albaik and have their like quick, quick meal and then leave. So that is the thing. The culture is very important in how you so that's why I, I clearly instructed my wife you have to no I agree I, but I think you know the, the idea of you don't have to cook sure. so many things but you should know I mean you have to stick to the roots uh, it, it's, not about, it's not about your culture but it's about the architecture it's about every aspect if you see you have to stick to your roots no, I agree with you but I think the, the idea of hosting dinners and stuff like that is a concept that's disappearing you know uh, uh, people hardly go out anymore. Uh, you talked about it earlier about uh, pe- that people just almost use the bedroom to eat, work. Yeah, the courtyard. I mean, I mean, still and they're s- using. I mean, sleep, still yeah. they're using uh, the thing. The the very good thing I learned from my parents. Like, okay, 
we don't have time because they are into business they don't have time so okay morning we can do individually uh, the breakfast we can do individually the lunch if we got a chance we'll sit together otherwise if me and my brother is there so we can eat together mm. otherwise we'll eat individually but that dinner will make sure by 8:30 to 9 we have to finish our dinner my wife my brother's wife my all my siblings my mother my father everybody should sit together eat together talk together and then go to bed You see, that's I think that's not something. And 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 we are not allowed to eat our food inside the bedroom. There's a clear dining hall is there. You whatever you want to eat, whatever you want to drink, you have to go and you have to utilize yeah. this. I, I think it's a good. I think it's good, but I think that's not, that's not the 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 normal case. You know. Yeah, that's not the normal case. I mean, how much of your students do you see that are constantly just on their phone? I imagine. even though they they come they paid money to go to a university but they're more interested in texting or replying to some sort of conversation that is you know that is uh, called inattentive blindness though i'm doing a phd and it's all about the vocabulary sure. the problem uh, there are different researchers they pointed out i mean where, i mean when we design a footpath or when we design a fancy building and fancy landscape and fancy road but the thing is user is whole time they're busy with the texting and talking and chatting they're not observing the built environment and at the same time they are very prone to the accidents rather than the car accidents the pedestrian accidents they are very prone to that that is called inattentive blindness that is a major phase we are facing right now though people take it very casually hey it just the text two minute text but that two minutes text can bring disaster you to, to yeah, your life i i totally agree i mean i remember reading this book uh, human centered design yeah Um he it was the same it's from the same author who also worked on the iPhone. Hmm. Um and in the book in the, in the, they just did a they just did a re-release a new release on the book and it mentions about <coughs> how how human centered design is now shifting to intentive design as you mentioned yeah. and how city plans and parks are now designed in such a way that it takes into account that somebody's not paying attention. they're not paying attention while walking or while going because it's not about people are not paying attention but the thing is the way i mean we shaped our city in such a manner like people are not taking interest the thing is if you go to jeddah sure if you go to jeddah the old town if you if if you walk within that alley or if you walk within that street you can find those old jeddah houses mm. how beautifully they have captured the whole settlement Mm. You would love to see. Okay, look at that window. The thing is, if you have to, if you'll create the same fancy or unique thing in your facade, then only people will observe it. If it is all about done, put it on on Google screen. Jeddah um, uh, architecture. <coughs> so yeah, if you see, I mean, again, there's a different uh, science. If you're an audio listener, then I would recommend going on Google and typing Jeddah architecture because there's some really, really beautiful pieces, especially the windows. I the think. windows. Yeah. Oh wow! It's very. It, it's all vernacular. This is how. I mean, this is what traditional design. Traditional was. design. Likewise, the Bahraini houses—they have different notions. Do you not believe that th- this this sort of stuff is disappearing and never going to come back? It's completely disappeared. Yeah. I mean it's there I mean uh, thanks to the Saudi government they preserved it they or the, or the stakeholders or the users or the owners of those buildings look at this how beautifully it is designed in such a manner so that it can cool down the wind I mean for example if 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 you are talking about uh, the Arabian architecture mm. so there's a time when we had a, a wind uh, 
the chimney well or the wind well mm. i mean so that it can cool down there's there's a different climate aspect to it mm. so it was designed in such a way so if you don't have fan if you don't have electricity so you can cool your house so i mean you can see the every i mean as i told you about the biryani the ingredients are same mm. but the thing is the preparation style is different likewise for the architecture that's beautiful though but is do you find that architecture do you find that's engineering where does one thing start and the other ends uh it's how the way down you think so yeah because when you're talking about like like uh, designing buildings in order to, to allow it for for heat okay transfers. the thing is the facade uh, is about the engineering thing but the yeah. beauty or the aesthetic is shaped by the architecture okay okay you you, you can you can uh, like a car designer car design kind of yeah thing. so there's a two aspect one is the mechanical second one is the technical mm. or the aesthetic purpose one is the technical second one is the aesthetic likewise with the architecture you can see Have you been to Jeddah? No. Yes, 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 yes. I've been, been to Jeddah, Riyadh, Dammam, Khaba. But yeah, okay, can you zoom out a little bit down? Let's see what other pictures are there from from some of these places. It's really f- beautiful. It's very beautiful if you walk within those. So that's why that the inattentive blindness I think there's another reason like if you design a fancy facade, not mm. fancy, if you design something you think people do we want. But in current modern or contemporary architecture whether you see in India or in Bahrain you can just find the glass building that's all there's nothing interesting. But do you not think that that one problem of that is is the financial constraints that you find? financial constraints as in i mean i know a lot a lot a lot of architects and especially from a designer from the builder they just want something as cheap as possible to build up as quick as depends. possible it depends it uh, depends on the builder it depends on the client mm-hmm. okay money is always a issue slowly and gradually they overcome but the thing is if you are pretty clear about if my client is pretty clear about what exactly he is looking for and he's having a money so not just there but again there's another notion other aspect is there okay they want something a uh, something fantastic but they don't have that much of budget sure so by the time they they have to squeeze things so for example if in in bangalore there's a one building is there so that was somehow kind of inspired from the twin tower of malaysia mm. so they call it a twin tower but it's a very shabby building it's mm. not even a glass but they just put one two domes on the top from the flyover you can see that they call it, hey look at the twin tower it's very shabby thing twin tower malaysia type it in so we can see it no but twin tower malaysia is very beautifully designed completely inspired from this geometric if you see the their floor plans <laughs> so the whole geometry is there the whole technical i i remember this was very big in the 90s yeah i remember there was it's a lot of articles written about it and and people were really they put a lot of effort into it So the thing is if you want a fancy or very unique architecture you have to put money if you see the UAE the way they are exploring if yeah, you see the neom the kind of intervention that I mean they are doing another thought process I mean the neom is there at the same time there's a one circle one ring is proposed around the yeah the the the, the can you type in and I th- I remember seeing some some neom potential city, plans yeah uh, the neom city the 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 kind of thought process is very interesting this is the city so that everything will be above i mean all the living thing will be above the ground and below they're going to reconstruct all the transportation hubs and everything and that is around 160 or 150 km long city i i spoke to the i spoke to some government officials and they were telling me that that i because i i'll be completely honest to the people listening hmm. I, i believe that this was va- that this was vapeware it's alive yeah, yeah no it's not live okay it's okay. edited okay huh. No no I'm I'm uh, I, I'm happy to say this on camera anyways I, I spoke to some government officials about this and I thought you know originally this is just marketing this is just 
look uh, it, story. It, obviously it's a marketing but the again it's a thought process the thing is you have to design something then people will come and invest I but mean, they they told me this is real they said they, i yeah, mean they, they they said to me no 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 they said the the designs that you're seeing and the pictures it's real this is how it's going to look like and yeah. i was like no they're like no no yeah yeah this we're serious yeah. and i w- i was blown away i never thought yeah it's i mean i, I, I mean real. recently you can see i mean uh, i mean after this neom like mm. five days ago i saw this uh, architect mm. he proposed one big ring around the uh, uh, emirates uh, uh, yeah. tower i know ex- I, 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 so I, it's again a competition because burj khalifa that's the yeah, burj khalifa uh, it, it's a competition the thing is uae can't afford the their people to shift to saudi and saudi can't So we have to attract absolutely well oh, because I mean, you can't rely on the oil thing so architecture is now shaping the country mm. architecture is now shaping the economy of the of the country can you can you look up then what's what's the point of the the the, the line of ne- nemo neom sorry no this is the neom yeah i was just wondering what the, what the concept behind it was if there's if it's a linear city yeah no 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 i i know i understand it's the first linear city i think yeah, the in line. the world but i'm i'm just trying to understand what what's the why design it at all you know is it because of it's it's somehow better for the environment or it's better for heat yeah there's or a, a it's not about heat or environment again uh, they want to design a different concept they don't want i mean the thing is there's a concept in terms of sustainability like if you are acquiring a land mm-hmm. So you are kind of deforesting, or you are acquiring the flora and fauna as well. Because so it's it's from an environmental perspective, it's not exactly you know. It's a, it's a, it's a perspective, and they have different sustainability measures they introduced in this particular. Project. Sure, but you're 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 breaking up an entire habitat if you're creating a straight line, right? So unless you're putting gaps for the animals to cross. I don't think so this animal. That's what I'm saying, right? You're 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 But uh yeah, I was wondering the kind of facade or the the kind of glass they have used. Uh I don't know how the This does this does not look like earth. This looks like the year fucking like 4000. Yeah. So This is, this looks like something out of like uh, Halo. Yeah, you can see the kind of vegetations. Place to promote business. I mean I would love to see this project because this project is very interesting and very unique. Here can I can I can you go up can you can you go up for one second? Um our zero car environment is part of a 100% sustainability transport, transport system, system. Yeah, with zero pollution, zero wait time, reduced commutes and will create more time and leisure. Okay. Can you scroll one down? So just imagine a uh, a city without car I imagine a city without car insurance or the driving license a city without advanced tech planning logistics and uh, molecular construction. construction enables effective delivery of the line and the community will live close to and in harmony with nature which will be 95% untouched by uh, urbanization. urbanization our vertical garden city will mean you're always only two meters from nature That's interesting. That's interesting at the same time it's insane just imagine uh, you're designing a tall tower just next to each other mm. because you are you're leaving the remaining uh, land for the further development or might be to grow the flora and fauna or might be to preserve the uh, what's say the natural environment uh, or ecosystem sure. but I was wondering the kind of uh, glass they have used in their facade or the kind of uh, what the kind of plants that they're going to be using in no, nature no, as well the, the plants the plants it's pretty okay i mean i mean if you see have you have you seen um can you scroll the, down uh, the changi airport in singapore sure 
I've seen the. I know which one you're talking about. Uh, can you type in the uh, airport in uh, the Changi C H A N G I Changi yeah. Airport, uh, Singapore. No, C H A N G I. Yeah, Changi Airport, Singapore. So it's completely biophilic. Singapore is uh, working towards the biophilic architecture. So you can see the whole. You can see there's a big water. Well, it's a huge dome mm. and the whole flora fauna and it is the airport so you can take a metro you can go here and there so you and the because it's not easy to design something like this i mean for, for, forget from the base perspective of just the dome just the 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 amount of research you need from the from from plant biology to make sure that you're putting the right plants together to, together with so, each other. So, so there's an architect called Voha, W-O-H-A. He's based in Singapore. So the, the, these are the guys, they work for the biophilic architecture. So in Dubai Expo 2020, mm. uh, I mean, if you see the Singapore uh, pavilion, so it's full of vegetation. Mm. So, I mean, uh, they, 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 they are focusing... They're specialists. Yeah, they're specialists. And they're focusing towards one particular thing. Again, uh, Singapore have different weather and the Dubai have different weather. Of but course. at the same time, they have managed the whole thing in an open environment in Dubai Expo for a year. Can, Dan, can you type in uh, Burj Khalifa ring? Because I remember seeing it. I just wonder what what the what the purpose of it was. Yeah, this one. Yeah, is it meant to be what? Is it just meant to, to... I just saw those renders. I don't know what exactly it is. I think not much... Uh... Maybe offices? No, it's not offices. I don't know what exactly it is because I never got a chance to... Can you open it on Google? Uh... Uh, okay, uh, might be you can click on this uh, the, this one, the design one. Yeah. Uh, you can Proposed open the Proposed Burj Khalifa with continuous inside. metropole. So is it meant to be like a city within a city? Yeah, kind of. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Scroll. Do you think that makes that, do you think that design is nicer or worse off? I don't know if I go through the proper proposal or if I go through the detailed proposal, then only I can comment on that because it's just an illustration. From No, from a perspective of an artist, as a, as a renderer. Okay, as an artist, as a renderer, it's perfect. It's you like, think so? Yeah, it's perfect. It is somehow uh, you don't, creating you don't, a contrast within the skyline. You it don't, is adding an ad. You, you think you don't think that like one of the beautiful things about the Burj Khalifa is that it's it's this continuous thing un, 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 unbroken like line do you know what yeah. i mean yeah yeah i got your uh, point, point unbroken yeah. line but uh, this ring is like creating another contrast mm. to the whole vicinity it is not just restricting by the bush Khalifa. oh you wow can see, you can, you it's, can it's meant to be very tall yeah it's not just uh, here can we what does it say can you just go one little bit down it says uh, rising population growth and urbanization in cities across the world 70 kilometer long uh, yeah, 170, about how high, I wonder, because that's, that, that's at least 100 meters. That's 50, 80 meters up, at least. Yeah, kind of, if you, if you see the facade, you can't find, I mean, the Burj Khalifa is left with like one third, or mm. might be lesser than that mm. in, in the render. So mm. I'm wondering, I mean, it's like pretty tall structure. Uh, transportation systems running uh, throughout the along the lines blah 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 can you scroll up a little bit more 
I just wonder, is it is it the concept behind yeah, it? Yeah, this is the transportation. I think it's a monorail, which is yeah. below the whole ring. Isn't that interesting that monorails have suddenly become popular again since the 1920s? Nobody yeah. has really used them. And now you've got In Elon Mumbai, Musk. We do have uh, monorails. Yeah, but nobody's really like like yeah. talked about them it's in like a big way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, other than in airports, I don't know where else. I mean, you have California uh, uses some monorail still. Okay. In public transport space. Okay. So in India, we have metro stations. We sure. have metro station, we have buses. But metro station is the major, for example, in Delhi or... But you don't have above train, like monorails in the sense, like you have in California. Can you look up um, San Francisco? Uh, uh I think you're talking about the tram system. Tram system. It's, yeah, the, it's the, above the, ground. Yeah, tram is different and the monorail is different. Monorail is hanging uh, from the... I mean, for example... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so metro stations above... For example, let's say there's a one flyover is there. Mm. So you're riding a car above the surface. But mm. monorail is like below the surface. It is a hanging thing. So, yeah. yeah in, in Kolkata, we, we have uh, this tram system right now. But, but again, it's fading. Because very slow. Very slow. You think? Okay, that makes a fair point. And I think you're also stuck in that same route, no? Yeah, yeah. So you can search uh, monorail Mumbai. If you're an audio listener, uh, I would recommend you going on YouTube and watching the video clip because otherwise you're not going to have a good day today. Mumbai, Mumbai, not Mumbai. Oh, yeah, okay. China has these as well, I think. Hmm. Can you can look at the newsr.com? Just down there. Down, 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 down. Down, down. It says hilarious no, Photoshop. A, uh, that is a Photoshop. <laughs> Open it up. I, I want to see it. Open it up. Oh, people like right, right, that right. Hilarious Photoshop. Show right, how Russia. right, yeah. right. Yeah, That's the one. Down. It's Photoshop. <laughs> I mean, these people are at least like they're safe. Well, safe. It's not safe. How can I mean? Well, you're gonna survive this. You're not gonna survive a plane hanging from the outside. Yeah. It's very common during uh, peak season or during festive seasons. You can find. Well, at least it's not as bad as in China. In China, people have to wear diapers. What? Sorry, I didn't get you. So, in like the some of the train journeys that are like to the to the mainland, mm -hmm. they're like eight nine hours, and there's not enough bathrooms installed on the train itself. Okay. So people have to actually wear diaper like adult diapers on that trip. So I would prefer fucking being on top of that fucking uh, train. Can you, can you type that in? Uh, China adult diapers uh, for train. See if I'm not making that up. Here, ch China disposable adult toilets. Yeah, this, this stuff is real. Yeah, I don't know. I had no clue about that. No. Yeah, see, adult diaper sales soar before long trips home. So I don't know. I mean, uh, we, we do have train systems in India, and there's a two Jesus. days or three days journey. But I don't know how people do manage with diapers, the adults. Oh, oh kids, God. it's okay, but adults, seriously. That's a, can you imagine, like, as a 30 year old man sitting no, there? I can't. Guy. I mean, but China is crazy, dude. China is, China is crazy in terms of uh, the workforce, in terms of all the 
first copy or second copy material do do they, they have this um k type in china 996 so is this this is this is uh, the this is what they um wait wait is it 996 it's 6 maybe try wait yeah no it should be china's china's 66 is 966 yeah So they have this like work culture. Yeah, work culture. There it was. The first one, right? Yeah. So they have this work culture, right? What it basically means is you work from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. 6 days a week. And if you don't like it, there's 996 other people who are willing to do your job. <laughs> That's what 996 reads. Oh god. Is that that is that is crazy. That is I I love the brutality of it. It's like so in your face. It's like hey, you know what? If you don't like it, there's 996 other people who are willing to do your job. That's crazy. Yeah. No, I mean Japan is also uh, they have a, a What's 007 where how, Uh, yeah. what's zero so from 12 oh, to 12 working 7 days a week it says right there 996/007 yeah. how chinese young people work nowadays this is a youtube clip i'm just wondering why what the what 007 means what there's only seven other people who are willing to do your work <laughs> i don't i don't think that's that's correct That's crazy. That's crazy. I mean in fact uh, Japan have uh, There there's an article right there on Vice. If you dr- if you don't work 996 others will we'll do it. There's a better one there. Uh, if you don't if you don't work 996 others will Oh no, same same. Same right, thing, whatever. Yeah, same content. But this is horrible like 12 hours 12 hours 12 hours. But in there it's like unwillingly In architecture offices, the architecture work culture is horrible in India. Really, twelve hours, thirteen hours, fourteen hours. So, how often? How long does it take you to to design, let's say, two two block building? Of so course, it, it, it changes on the yeah, scope. Yeah, ch- ch- changes are there. I mean, by the time, until the time it is not get. Ex- I mean, after execution, people do ask for the change. Sure. Like that, they like okay, demolish this wall, construct this wall, demolish this wall. I don't want this building should look like that. I don't want interior should look like that. So, but is that, that an architectural responsibility or is that the engineer's responsibility? Architect's responsibility. Really? Okay. So, uh, I mean, the client is there. There's a different clients are there, so they can ask for any sort of change. So, how long would we, like let's 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 give an estimate for people who are not architects. What would be what would be the turnover period from the design perspective alone, from going from blank piece of paper to so client approval? So it depends. For example, there's a different phases are there. First, for example, if you are my client, right? Sure. So, so, so you'll come with a different thought process. Okay, I want, for example, let's say you want to design you you want to design me a villa for you mm. in Bahrain. So you'll come up with okay, this is my area. This is the univ. Uh, what say the authority norm? So I can't construct beyond that. These many levels I want. These are my families. So I'll inquire about the whole thing. Who are they? What, what sort of? I mean, if you have kids, if not, if you don't have kids, what is the height, size, or oh, interest? So many things are there. So based on that, I'll I'll sketch something and then I'll share with you. So it's up to you. I mean, for example, if you're fine with in one go, it's okay. done. 
So if you, I mean, there, there are clients that take years, they take one and a half years to approve the design. No, I want this. And every time you have to come up with render, okay, first art should look like this. I want this material, especially in India. No, I want to use Makrana marble, the Makrana marble, the same marble which is used in Taj Mahal. So I want that thing from there. Okay, I want some furnitures before, I mean, once the finalization is done in between the interior process also start. So they're like, okay, no, we, we, I, I want, I, I've been to USA and I have seen, or might be, I have been to Paris and I saw something there. I want. That's fascinating because I always thought that that was more interior design than architecture. Because in my head, architecture is always the exterior. No, architecture is not just about exterior. This is a negative or might be people don't know much about the architecture is about the whole vibe and a whole ambience. Okay. I mean, architects do everything. I mean, we are landscape designers, we are city designers, we are urban designers. We have, I mean, for example, there are people, there's a landscape you can see in your vicinity or in your uh, compound, the whole sure. building. You can find this flora and fauna. There's a specific la landscape architects and the botanists are involved to pick the plants. Landscape architect will design a, a, a outer thing and based on that, the botanist will suggest, okay, you can pick this plant, mm. you can pick that. During rainy days, what will be the so uh, solid rain, uh, sorry, the um, rain, uh, rain, uh, rain water runoffs, all those potholes, so many things are there. And they have to cross check with the architects. Okay, is it working? It is fine. Then, then you have to consult. I mean, being an architect is a very messy job. So you have to contact, you have to consult with the MEP. Mm -hmm. All the MEP thing, you have to consult. First of all, you have to start with the structure engineers. You want something, there's a column is coming in between. You have to consult. No, I want this column to remove. The other guy is like, no, you can't do that. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's shift this way. Let's shift that way. If it is not happening, okay, what if we can change the interior layout of the whole house? One one thing you sorted out, that thing. Then after that, there's an MEP. No, I don't want duct to be open. Oh, it is a central light AC. If not, it is not it a window AC or this AC or that AC. So, so you have to coordinate with everything because you know your facade, you know your building. You don't want one pipe should go from the facade because the client will not approve. So if you're, let's say, 23 or 24, however old you are when you finish your degree, what would be your next step from your opinion? Would you say, okay, I'm going to go to a firm and try to work through an architect as a firm or are you going to try to go straight from university and get clients? Uh, I, uh, I think because uh, there's a two-way of approaching the same thought sure. process. because I must I, I can't yeah. like a lot of your students must be asking exactly this yeah. kind of question so I would suggest it's better to go to a firm yeah work there for two to three years mm. because you have to understand architecture is not just about designing a building look uh, in, in institutes or in a university or in a school what we do we just help you to open your mind we just help you to another world how you can understand or perceive that particular face sure how you can think about the interior what are the different objects are making sense or what are the different objects or the elements are not making sense to uh, your interior spaces or facade what is right what is not right what are the technical thing what are the non-technical thing so it's all about the theoretical at the same time you are in your own cocoon you can mm. say because professor is guiding you you're designing something and whatever you're designing, professors are saying what is right and what is wrong and how you can perceive the thing. Mm. And you don't have the actual client during the university time, right? Mm. Or your school time. But once you go to the firm directly or once you go to the client directly, mm. right? For example, if you have a client, they'll eat you there only. Mm -hmm. Because you are an architect, that's perfectly all right. But your client before, because designing a house or designing a one 
one building or one resident or one shop or whatever for example if you're my client before approving or before collecting your money for example if you want to design a studio so you might have invested one in one half year or two years to what are the new technologies are there mm. what are the different things are there okay i want this space should look like that i want that space should look like that i want this i want that once you hire an architect then you have to tell okay i want this i want that so you can't fool your client the client have done three or four years research before sure, uh, sure, consulting sure, sure. you so the thing is after your graduation the moment you go there they'll eat you sure they're only so that means the the moment they'll eat you you're left with nothing they're like you don't know anything so i would suggest you should go to the firm understand the technicalities understand the pressure understand because architecture is not just about designing a building there's a different uni- uh, authority approvals you need mm. how to get the approval done from the government perspective from the government stuff in bahrain the thing is different for example okay bahrain is a small country so you have one development authority in bahrain but sure. the thing is if you go to saudi if you go to uae if you go to india any other country every state or every every city have different authorities mm. based on the uh, metropolitan or based on the city size based on the land use based on the land construction based on the client's need based on the prosperity of the city but for example the rules for the khobar is different and the rules for the dahran is different of the rules for the dammam is sure different. sure so you you should know right i mean the, the we we do have separate books and we have to follow those guidelines mm. right for example uh, you can't you have to give this much of frontage you have to occupy this 40% of the land or 60% of the land so that is the one thing that is a technical aspect at the same time you have to deal with your client the client is like okay what if you can just go for the sunken thing mm. what if i want my building to look something so there's a brief you have to crack those aspects you can't build everything on the ground you can't build everything on basement there are okay. buildings you can see there's a, a slight basement is a slight up is there that there's a sunken portions are there so you have to tweak those things but that's then you're you're talking to the engineer or you're talking to the developer no it's all about the designing thing the yeah. engineers i mean once you're done with the design once you're done with the basic layout then you have to consult the structure engineer the first guy mm. that guy will tell you okay where to put what can happen columns. what can't happen yeah, yeah. Well, i mean for example the guy is telling the engineer is telling the structure and no 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 uh, we can't do the that minimal column we have to go this one for the future security but since you have studied those things into in, during your university time so you know the basics of those structural aspect mm. so you can say no what if we can move what if we can go for the tie beam what if we can go for this beam what if we can go for that beam the guy like okay this person knows so then then person will do a little effort and do the calculation the was is called one column one column one column one column so it's not about the column you can minimize the structural part as well from an engineering architecture perspective in india in in places you've been how are how long are buildings built for 10 years 20 years 50 years 50 years 50 years is about 50 every every 5 year we have a different thought process and if sure. one uh, one buildings for 50 years not more than that because in bahrain here they generally say internally 10 years yeah Th- that's what they generally say here yeah because we have this is a very different land. yeah you don't have land exactly. you can't just say okay for example today you have uh, this bahrain bay and you i mean the government is reclaiming the land because uh, uh, the reclaimed the islands like like you have dalmunia like you have ambal they, mm. these are the not the natural land no, reef island is, is yeah, exactly yeah, the, the reef is again so you have very short 
land you have ample amount of land you don't have that much right so might be tomorrow uh, might be you're building something for 10 years then again after 10 years the urbanization will shoot up migration will shoot up you have another money you have another investments like uae or like other countries so you have to demolish everything and you have to consider might be you have rasulman just opposite to the bahrain bay so might be tomorrow or day after tomorrow <coughs> or after five years or ten years there's a redevelopment plan will come and the whole uh might be government can demolish the whole rasulman and you can see the whole bahrain bay and the rasulman area can be one central business district sure might be they can shift uh, because i stay in ali so might be they can acquire a space in ali might be they can they can acquire space in busaitin and another area where the which is low line area sure so the low line area they can propose something harris because you have to think based on the need sure you don't have much land i am well i agree totally with that what i'm what i'm referring to because i own these this property here and the one property came to me earlier mm-hmm. uh, i own both those properties and and the 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 level of finish or rather said the 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 life period is terrible like I, I, even this floor right here it's sunk a little bit in the middle so might be they have used the low quality material yes that is not architects fault this is the developers, developers fault builders yeah. fault uh, but this is not this is not wholly unique to to this building that i'm currently in this is everywhere yeah, in bahrain i got you i got your point i got it it's, it's not about bahrain it's about india as well they based on the quality material mm. the quality of construction but i must say the quality of construction is much better than india i mean the, though they are different builders they are fantastic in terms of execution in india but there's a local uh, developers they just use let it down i mean after 2 years or 5 years you can see the uh, seepage within sure. the wall you can see those uh, cracks cracks you can see so many things that is all about the material no i totally agree i mean this this is a sad thing i uh, about more here really than than anywhere else uh bahrain has some some localization issues uh i don't know if you're aware of this but but f- financial institutions will not lend out to developers okay i don't know about that in bahrain in bahrain yeah because because of how the laws are structured currently there's a whole thing that's going to be a rebid right now there's a whole process right now internally to restructure a lot of the law bases here um and one of the issues was that if a if a bank lends a developer money to go and develop the building what happens when the when the builder goes bankrupt in a normal westernized country wherever else the bank would then get the land right that would okay. be the the okay yeah so this is the, the this is the different case exactly uh, based on the context of bahrain exactly but in india we don't have that obviously if bankrupt will come and they'll seize your property exactly here in bahrain they cannot do that therefore a lot of financial institutions most I, from my awareness as far as i know banks will not give you a, a builder loan unless you have something to to put up okay because they will not accept okay, land okay uh, that is a different case because in india uh, or other countries they have a housing loan so yeah, you can exactly. go and you can take money well that's a, that's another that's a total different animal i mean here no that, that, that is i mean if you are approaching in person otherwise those developers and builders whosoever they are they they don't have money you know they they take loan they execute the same once the like for example if they are constructing 10 floors so might be they constructed they have constructed two or two three floors mm. as a okay we are in process otherwise nobody is going to buy your flats in an empty land so you have to show something there's a work progress is there and once the money is there then slowly and gradually they are investing those monies and they are clearing well, it i mean bahrain in, in in from a larger perspective from architectural is very interesting because you have you know three times as much property as you have population 
you know, there's there's enormous pop, uh, 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 empty space, right? And uh, I spoke I spoke to to uh, to uh, some government bodies here in Bahrain, and they were mentioning that they they see the future of a lot of uh, uh, like how Turkey functions, how Spain functions, mm-hmm. where you have a lot of retired uh, individuals, high income individuals. Uh, who are looking for a place that is, you know, very open, very beautiful, and they'll come and move into Bahrain. That's how 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 they they see it, and I think there's there's there is potential for that happening because I don't think a, a 50, 60 year old man wants to live in Dubai. Yeah, definitely. Right, and I think I mean I mean if you see uh, Dubai or if you see the UAE, mm. so only youngsters are living in Absolutely. the cities. And they still stick to the rules. Their parents who are old, they're still staying in their native or their villages. I sure. Mean, the, the local villages. So every weekend, their youngsters with their families, they go visit their parents. They stay there for one or two. Then again, they come back. So this is what it is. But Berlin is very small. I mean, either you can say, I mean, this is a half of Delhi in terms of area. And again, half of Berlin is occupied by the population oil. yeah no 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 i'm not talking okay. i'm just talking about the geography sure the delhi is very small in india that is like 1400 square kilometer bahrain's area the whole bahrain's area sure, is 750 island. square kilometer mm. and again let's say 400 uh, 350 is occupied by your other side near i mean towards the awali and all that is occupied that is inhabited place and remaining this place and if I see the only the Bahrain Bay area or the Jufair area is high rise, apart from that, all of them are low rise. But I think after 10 to 15 years, you can see the urbanization. Might be you are not able to see those small, small houses, well, one or two villas. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if, you if know, it's going to happen because the kind of news I, I read about Bahrain, this is uh, the tourists are coming, that is 100 or 200 percent increases there, 200 percent, like for example, Grand Prix and so many things they mm. are organizing. So somehow they are diverting, uh, they're attracting people and it's a free country to live with. So obviously if your country is free. It's very relaxed as well. Very relaxed and very calm. I love this. I mean, though it's been six months now, but I like this city. I I like this country. Yeah. It's very relaxed. Nobody gives a fuck about what exactly you're doing. Exactly. It's your life. Live your life. You You want to go to... Uh, Saudi, you want to go to Dubai, you want to go to Saudi, you can go. I mean, most probably after 10 years, this uh, Bahrain and Qatar uh, highway will be there. Completed, absolutely. So if you want to go there, I mean, it's a chill country, you can do whatever you want. You know, I've always found this fascinating. I've I've always wondered why there's never been any any boat systems uh, between Saudi and and Bahrain. You know how they have that just uh, the bridge, right? Yeah. The causeway. I've always, because there's always on the weekend, there's always traffic. And I've always thought to myself, how has there not been one investor who's went and bought, you know, one of those huge ships where they, you know, put the cars in the ship and then take them like across? I've never understood why, why somebody hasn't come might be together. Some, some, some things that might be because we are layman. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, they, they know they're, I mean, might be just because if, if, it's, if they start doing this thing. So might be some unwanted activities will happen. Some unwanted things will transfer from one. Might be people from the seaside they can. Well, I, the, one of the reasons I got told from people from people in the know they said it's they said that the 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 time it would take to load the cars in the ship would be the same amount of time it would take 
to get through the causeway. So, for example, so then I was like, all right, yeah, well, that's the end yeah, of that. Yeah, this could be a one reason. For example, if you see the Istanbul, the one Istanbul, this side, the Asia side or the Europe side, mm. they do that. But again, it's a pretty long process. You have to wait. Okay, one car is coming. Why do people are not willing to go? Well, buy shit? France and the UK, right? They've got the underground yeah. train. Yeah. And they've got above boat as uh, above water as well. They've got they've got two mechanisms of of travel. Yeah. So again, but a, it's a lot bigger uh, distance. No, but again, there's an investment is also there. And and and, and the people and the people are coming during weekends throughout the day throughout the week. I mean, apart from uh, weekends, you can see the you don't find people in the causeway. It's pretty open. Oh, that's not true. Around five a.m. is usually very packed. You you forget that a lot of people from Aramco hmm. who work in Aramco live in in bahrain, bahrain. i know uh, there, 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 there's so many saudi family they're staying in bahrain exactly and every day morning they go there for work and then again they come back because of the the environment in bahrain. well you know yeah. it, it 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 takes them about an hour but again that is very momentary that is for like fixed timing right sure but, sure sure but, but not the tourists you know no no i agree with you but but i like i like i like i keep saying i think that if you if you if you present if you could somehow make the boat function both financially and with with a good time constraint because it takes about an hour to go through causeway maybe even an hour and a half on on during 5 a.m when it's when it's the worst period right mm -hmm. and if you can if you can do that through the boat system then i think there'd be potential for it but i, I don't know might be i mean there are i mean might be i mean smarter people than me have tried have clearly Obviously. thought about this but for they whatever reason they did and might be they had a different opinions that they have seen the feasibility of that they must have done feasibility studies on it there must have been because because it's happening in istanbul it's happening in europe so might be there are threats might be there some other reasons that's what they're not doing well i never understood why they haven't expanded the 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 gesture either because it seems like such a like easy solution been, I'm, I'm so i've never been to that cause no i know i know i know I, there's just me spitballing my, my brain i'm just yeah. wondering why you know you would never do that it doesn't matter you know i'll tell you a funny story i know a guy um again i'm not sure if we can keep this on, on tape um but i know a guy who who was working for i can't say the name of the fun company he wasn't paid a salary for about two years right hmm. he ha he's a doctor in engineering um, he was he was the civil engineer for for a lot of projects, big position, and I talked to him about it and I said, okay, so so you you, di you didn't get paid for for two years. It's a big company, blah blah blah. First, w w what are you doing now? And he said, oh, you know, we we made an agreement. We have a settlement. And I said, okay, fantastic, fantastic. So what was the settlement? Did he manage to get more cash out? What happened? He said, no, they offered me two apartments for discount. And I said, so not only did you not get paid, but now you've actually put your own money <laughs> in, in addition. <laughs> it's the other way around. Right? I guess so. Yeah. And he has two, two apartments. is a big thing in Mediviz, you know. Well, you th you'd say so, but he has zero tenants. He has that? Zero tenants. Okay. And he's, he's, have, he's been trying to find tenants now for about three years. So, <laughs> yeah, people do have so many ways to go and so many ways to. It's crazy. It's crazy. crazy. It's crazy. So, how? What, what do you see your future? Are you gonna you're gonna th gonna stay here in Bahrain long term? Uh, my contract is still August 2023. Mm -hmm. uh, then after that, I'll see if I if things got renewed because country is pretty chill. Uh, workplace is pretty good. My students are pretty good. 
So from your end, definitely, you'd yeah, love from it. From end, uh, definitely. But again, we have to see so many aspects out there. It's not just my opinion because it's not, you have to take so many checklists. Sure. To get another uh, renewal. It's oh, not God. that easy. Mm. I mean, just imagine it took me two years to get into this place mm. so just imagine how many checklists and it's all obvious it's everywhere it's usually when when you get in it's easier to renew than to to do from the whole process in the beginning yeah it's right? easier to get new you know the whole checklist right so you have to take those things every year you have to submit your progress and it's pretty okay otherwise you know people uh, it's not about uh, teaching it's about every professions you have to learn and earn learn things sure 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 throughout sure, sure. your life it's sure. not just about your professional life but in general so to to get into that process the learning and unlearning thing so you have to explore yourself you have to see where you're lacking so you, then only you have to by force or by choice you have to complete those checklists no. not 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 just because to get the renewal done but apart from that in general as well no of course when in rome be roman right yeah, there, there's, there's it's not about here it's about india as well you have Sweet. to complete the checklist otherwise then only other thing is just because those checklists are there so you know where what are the aspects of what are areas you have to actually work for yourself not for the uh, your organization not for the university not for the children the thing is the more you explore the more you learn and more you unlearn because sure. you can't just uh, be conservative with one thought okay no this is a means a because education is not the old uh pedagogy system. modality yeah 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 it's not that old pedagogy because your your child's every every time they have mobile phones they 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 are access to they have access but this is about it, i was about to lead into this do you do you believe that do you believe that physical drawing in architecture and physical modeling is going to disappear i doubt it's from an gonna, academic perspective yeah but the thing is the initial days of our uh, initial days like first year and second year we for, we we uh, it's a mandate for sure. students to do because you know our mind and our hand work properly mm. they are in a sync but our mind and mouse mm. can't be in sync the more you sketch then only you can explore okay this could be this otherwise if you completely rely on the softwares if you completely rely on the computer so whatever there because it's not just a two dimensional design we do we do three dimensional design of course and we we assume something and we thought something and by the end of the day just because of those modeling something else popped up and like no no this one is looking good but that is not your identity your originality so that's why before the the concept space the first uh, stage we prefer we ask students to use uh, the pencil not mm. pen mm. pen again have different notion you know mm. the pencil the more you sketch the more you scribble the more thought will evolve sure. it's all about uh, the process and and do you do you believe that hand cut models are are going to disappear Or do you I don't. You don't think so? I don't think so. I think for for high value projects, you know, definitely. Uh, uh, the thing is, you by the end of the day, your client is a layman. Mm. Right. Your client is a layman, so if you show them a 3D, they'll ask so many questions, they they'll not get it because you know what you have designed, but to just make them feel you need a physical model. Mm. Because the client is not an easy uh what's say easy stakeholder i mean sure, you have to sure. convince them for each and everything so the thing is i mean for example you're shopping through namsi mm. 
and you you've been to one shopping mall and you're shopping your t-shirt from there it's mm. a two different thing you can't imagine so many things you can see just because the picture is clicked very nicely mm. the might be color got changed might be so many things got changed because we architects the client because when somebody is investing a money they want to touch they want to feel they want to see absorb it. the whole thing sure okay I had this thought but it is not happening they'll ask you what if you can switch this what if you can switch that it's not going to happen so soon but don't you don't you feel like like modeling makes sense for higher value clients i mean if somebody comes to you for let's say a villa mm. i don't i i mean i i've from from even my purchasing experience of purchasing property the amount of times i've ever seen something hand mm. like like a physical structure mm. maybe once from 10 purchases generally it's just if they get you get thrown a piece of paper with you know square meter your outlets uh, a floor plan and the price and take it or leave it that is a different thing you're buying a property but the thing is you have a land and you want to design a property that, okay yes, yes yes yeah, yes that yes. is okay. one thing okay. and the second thing if you buying a property you want to see the physical model that's sure. if you go to any mall or any developer's house you'll see the so, i mean for example if i'm promising you a, a park mm. a community area very exactly in 2d it's beyond your i know, we know for us all the every line have a different meaning dotted have different meaning solid line have a different meaning curvy line have a different meaning these are sure. technical thing you'll not get it so you want to see those thing in a physical pictures are deceptive you know whether it is clicked or rendered well bring up a floor plan and then let's 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 ask you so so once and for all i can understand a floor plan properly and okay. for for the audience also listening or well if you're listening well you're you're fucked okay you can click any floor plan or might be the second one it's uh, green yeah this is a typical grid yeah so i'm guessing the see through parts are glass Okay so we'll start from the left so you can see there's a garage is there mm -hmm. two cars are placed just next to and behind those two uh, cars you can see the two white rectangles are there mm -hmm. those are windows so those are the lines for the windows so line have a different I mean Dan use the mouse so so everyone who's watching can understand on the left hand side on the left hand the by the car yeah. yeah those so the, the, these are the lines these are the lines yeah. yeah and the brown color is the solid wall sure so there's no cutouts nothing sure okay on the top of uh, the car mm -hmm. the other side you can see these are the shutters or might be a doors so mm -hmm. that you can open your garage based on the requirement Mm. Or just on the right side, just next to this red car, you can mm. see there's a door mechanism. Yeah. yeah, that is the door. So again, you can see there's a clear different, and and the door is opening towards the garage, not opening, opening. inside the house. Mm. So it's 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 about the opening a flap. The mm. flap is opening inside. Then after that, there's a gym area is there, just next to the garage. So you can see this gym area. All the equipments are placed. So you can't just say, "Okay, this is my gym area." So if I am designing a gym area, so I have to jot down all the requirement. What are the equipments you need? Mm. So we have to check which company equipment you are gonna install. So based on that, we measure the space and we place. Ah, uh, sure, it, sure. It's sure. not like just a open place. You have to. So you can see everything is placed just. just next to the gym area or below the gym area you can see there's a bathing spaces there. sure so you can see just next to the uh, there's a bath written right yeah so you can see there's a urinal and the bidet is placed sure and below there's a, a bathtub a bathtub is there and again you can see there's a color demarcation in terms of the flooring 
So that oh, means yeah. That, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, the color it. demarcation is there, and there's a you can see there's a one diagonal line is there. So that means there's a drop in the floor. Okay. So the bathtub area and the bathing area is uh, the levels are not same. Swing. Not same. So there's a drop is there. Drop uh, means either again in sectional drawing we generally detail out that mm -hmm. it it could be one tile. Uh, drop so that is uh, this first tile and second tile mm. so there's a tile drop will be there otherwise the level drop will be there so sections we prepare so in section we'll list out what what the, what other things. what's the design and also at the same time the you can see uh, the bidets and uh, toilets are placed and the uh, what's it the bathtub area is placed and also we have to prepare the plumbing layout also of course the floor of course. trap everything so we have to consult with the plumbing consultants of course so they'll help you how how you're going to manage the whether you're going to recycle those waters mm -hmm. so again water have three variety of waters one is the potable water that means you can drink mm -hmm. this is a grey water so grey water is basically you can't drink that water but you can use that water for the cleaning for the gardening mm. so that water is basically for example if you're taking a shower if you're washing a clothes if you're washing a kitchen appliances so that water can be treated and used as a grey water for the cleaning and other thing not for the utensils not for clothes not for showering mm. not you can't drink that water mm. and apart from that there's a black water is the black water is the toilet water so that means you can't recycle it sure. will directly go to the train so there's a three different classification is there so based on that you can treat the way you want to mm. and you have to decide which one again if you want to recycle that means you have to place a recycling plant in the building oh wow so that is the one thing then after that just next to gym you can see there's a big window is there on the right hand side so so uh, sorry to interrupt you my when my my dad he when he built his his house mm. um the the architect didn't fuck up but the engineer fucked up mm. and where the sewage line is and they're supposed to, it, the sewage line goes from, from the main front door, because mm -hmm. it has an outside space, mm -hmm. goes across and then into the, the building itself. Mm. For whatever reason, mm. the, 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 there's, there's about a, f about a two arm hole sectionally between, between the main of the between the the the, the outside and between the in, between the main front door and between the house interior front door mm. there's there's a, there, there's a gap so there's a gap where you can lift it up mm. and that's where the drain is supposed to all connect and go out mm. the problem was that whoever designed the whoever did the installation didn't finish drilling the hole at that end to connect it and so it just over like over a year because of how deep it is and it just kept boggling up boggling up bottling up till it came out from the top and then we 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 had to call in a bunch we had to call in a plumber who didn't understand what the hell was going on then we had to call in an engineer and then we had to look at the floor plan and then eventually they got one of those camera wires to check where the hole was and then they discovered that the hole was never finished drilled drilled yeah Crazy. So uh, it's all about the execution. So that's why architects visit site and they check the, they, they, they supervise the site as well, not mm. engineers. Mm. So engineers are there, site engineers are there, they're going to execute the project. But at the same time, for example, if I'm the architect, if I'm the boss or if I have designed. Mm. So every week or every 15 days or every month we used to go, we, we have to follow up with the site, what is happening, mm. send the pictures. So if it's not happening, we generally go and visit the site and check whatever is drawn is executed in a similar manner or 
you have done some disaster or blunder other people <laughs> come to me not to those engineers the client will eat me not them you know because they don't know like you are the architect you have designed the house so you are you are answerable not them so you're the head of, you're in charge you're, of the project you're the, yeah in charge of the project so so, so um, these are the technicalities you can see those white lines just next to the swimming pool <laughs> yeah so again there's a two thing either these are the veranda okay or i think this is yeah these are the veranda or it is uh, it is open or might be it is closed based on the glass sure and the pool is there behind and also you can see there's a guest room is there you can see the layout again so from terrace you can see there's a word written terrace mm. so you are entering directly to the though it's a design blunder mm. now mm. Oh. just imagine you are entering and there's a sudden there's a blank wall is there mm. you know and just next to the blank wall there's a door which is opening hitting the wall yeah i see what you mean yeah yeah so yeah so that yeah, means yeah, yeah. when you are entering it is creating a negative notion sure that space sure again there's a hall is there which is left and a, which is very linear it is again a very negative whenever we enter a space it should be a welcoming it should not obstruct uh the space path Ah, okay. okay so that was done very badly actually so might be that person could have placed the guest room along the, uh, uh, the the way this wine cellar is there so might be he can propose something along that path so he could have the bigger hall or the proper open space so that is he he wasted the space at the same time there's a very negative uh, entry to the space i mean i've never seen a hole in that big of a guest bathroom that's yeah. that's also strange so i think the proportion problem is there and the placement is not done properly so then after that you can see there's a guest room is there and again suddenly when you're opening the door and suddenly you are seeing someone is sleeping but they could have placed the guest uh, the bed on the other side and the study table into this side so there's yeah. a privacy or the sense of this thing should be there that was the interior was done pretty wrong in this case as well Where, where's the main bed where's the master bed, bed bedroom master bedroom i think this is the ground floor yeah so there so must be, be uh, second uh, must be on the first floor yeah yeah the kitchen is there and again you can see in kitchen there's no window yeah yeah you're right you're right so You it is an open center design though kitchen yeah, it's looking to the living again, room and you can't completely completely rely on the exhaust sure sure well well we had we my one of my neighbors he recently bought a property hmm. for 700,000 bd apartment flat and he was telling me that it it was an open design kitchen hmm. and he didn't want an open design kitchen he wanted closed so but to have it closed that means he had to had to get a new vacuum pump yeah in the kitchen he has to get out much much stronger and so now he's stuck i think he's he's been stuck now for over a year trying to get it fixed up definitely it's life but it's it's a very strange design because from it's the, very strange design because so, the terrace doesn't seem like it has any kind of uh, it's not exactly terrace actually uh, there's a wrong terminology is used it's basically a veranda or the corridor okay so it's an outside terrace yeah, yeah. it's not so indoors okay terrace is basically a term we use for the uh, the thing which is open the okay the top floor so it's basically a corridor or veranda and and then you have the living room as well but the living room also is connected to the outside but it doesn't have but, a door but, uh, again there's a disaster the living room is connected to the laundry yeah. so why you need a laundry i think the laundry uh, they could have switched the wine cellar 
to this side and the laundry to the other side that makes a lot more sense that to me as sense. well yeah know, the absolutely. wine cellar i mean you're serving someone right Not so you have to going from the wine cellar to the kitchen yeah, for to example the your maid is uh, washing a cloth and you're sitting with your guest and uh, and what say the washing machine is making a noise yeah well i mean you 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 have a i don't know why there's an exit from the hole to the right i've do you see that and then you have another entrance which is by the cars yeah that's also very strange very I've, strange yeah. i've i've i don't know a lot of homes that have two different entry and exit points <laughs> it's generally just one yeah so might be i think it's a incomplete plan might be site level thing is missing might be but but again why i have to exit from the hall Absolutely. Well, Dan, look at the floor plan from Wikipedia. There's one right there. I think maybe that one is better designed. This is this is a little bit more traditional. Okay. Uh I think it was not let's not check this one because I think this one is again not great. Full of blunder and the not great. You can we can pick any other. Might be you can pick uh, this one the with the 3D one. or or you can this use 2d 3d plans yeah you can pick this one so this is the 3d illustration you know still learning three dimensional illustration i yeah okay so again we use software to uh, build this but where is the entry to the where is the entry this <laughs> no oh i see it i see it it's right next to the 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 washing machine Right next to the washing machine okay, on the yeah, left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Next to the washing machine. It's very interesting this design because you have. I, I guess that's a him and her closet, so they they each have their separate closet, mm. and the bathroom is connected to the closet. That's that's interesting. That's one, the right one, right? Yeah. Huh. So you go from your bed, you go through your closet to so the, the bathroom. So that that is the walking. CB so that means you are directly entering to that closet if you take left you can go to the bed Absolutely. if you take right you can go to the washroom, washroom. okay that is still better yes. again the washing machine is placed if you see the entry washing machine is placed just at the entrance on the right side the mm. top corner that is not very ideal thing might be he could have shifted this thing somewhere else because again you have guests and you're washing the clothes at the door It's very strange. Very strange. Otherwise, this design is pro- done. But you have an open side kitchen, right? Yeah, open side kitchen. But again, you can see the placement of those uh, dining table that is just next to the entrance. For example, you are entering and suddenly you have dining table here. So it is not again ideal. This mm. kind of placement you will find in uh, apartments in Jaffer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Very is, compact. Everything is very compact, so it is not ideal. So might be instead of using that balcony, so they could have converted that space as a dining area or something. Oh yeah, I would agree with that. Definitely, yeah, definitely. It's not making sense. Suddenly you are entering and there's a obstruction is there. Absolutely, absolutely. Especially because it's not even a terrace. Yeah, it's not even a terrace. So. Right. So it's it's just an open window. Yeah, just an open window. How bizarre! How bizarre! So if you would grade this from 10 what would you give it? This one I can give 7. 7. The so, previous one I can give 4. 4 or 3. So if 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 uh, what what stage of this would be if I was a student of yours? This is the final presentation mostly the okay. 3D illustration. Uh 
final presentation you can see not at the concept stage but uh, after single line drawing we generally propose and we tend to show to our professors or might be to our client this is what your space will look like then after that your client will comment no i don't want my dining table to be here i don't want this thing to be here might be they, they can point out that washing machine as well so these are the things that after that they'll ask you to do some changes and you have to work on that then based on that might be you come up with something or might be you you sometimes you agree with something might be you sometimes you don't agree sure 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 sure, yeah. sure. so you can you can justify might be if they have placed the uh, washing machine somewhere there so the, might be uh, there's a plumbing layout is there you can see there's a washing uh, washroom is there yeah and uh, the, that pipeline is going through uh, behind this uh, washing machine so that's why all the water will pump out through that channel so this could be another logic or another. because as they also connect to the kitchen yeah. on the left uh, uh, you can see the kitchen sure. and the washroom is placed just next to it to so that the, all the plumbing can go in one go so this area is known as the wet area and other space is the dry area so dry area we don't have to provide the, uh, the flow traps or other things so we don't have to consider so different logic i mean the person i mean okay i can criticize thing but somebody sure. before criticizing something students they come and they they present and their work and they give a reasoning yeah they why? give a reasoning and then after that you question why you have done that this is wrong so might be they'll come up with some better logic than mine and then I have sure. to agree so it's all about we, we do criticize in architecture criticism is a very positive notion not we consider as a negative sure 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 then only the the more you criticize your work uh, the more you criticize your work or others work so automatically they'll evolve it's a process absolutely that, yeah and the more you clash the more it's you, not clash it's a, it's a sometimes you know sometimes we don't agree with our students uh, uh, opinion or their reasoning mm. but you know the students are generation the generation gap is that you know every every three year there's another generation so people are different so you have to treat them very uh, like having a dinner table in yeah, your bedroom because they are in their cocoon yeah. so you have to protect them you know and you have to give them things in a very sophisticated manner you can't just say hey yeah, this is wrong this you is trash see that it's yeah. a trash you can't say that so not like in the real world <laughs> yeah. so, so real world the thing is you have to feed them slowly and gradually about the criticism so once they i mean during their final year mm. the last semester they have to pick one project somewhere in bahrain whatever they have learned through uh, in bahrain or anywhere in india for example india that is called thesis like engineering they have dissertation mm -hmm. so they have a thesis so they have to select one particular project and they have to do the whole study whole research and they have to design and they have to present and and the, i mean for example this time i'm taking a graduation project so i have 16 students so they have different projects so the project research phase has already started what they want so slowly and gradually at the same time next semester they'll present the same the design to the practicing architects or we invite people they'll be presenting to them they'll criticize so it, like, it's all about whatever they have learned they have to execute i'll be there as a moderator i can guide them sure 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 but, sure. but uh, so the, they took uh, they have one year to complete that whole process and they'll execute and is it is that it, is a journey so whatever they have learned throughout the semesters throughout the four years they have to translate the same mm. thought process in the final year and that is very technical the project scale will be big might be somebody is designing a twinning or twisting tower somebody is okay. designing a hotel somebody is designing an institute based on their understanding for example last semester one student designed a resort in hawar island okay so, so oh, some, okay okay yes yeah, okay. so, 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 one one of my student told me okay she wanted to design a floating uh, 
eco resort but we are done with the reclaiming land we want i want to design a restaurant uh, mm-hmm. the resort i mean for example if you want them in duratul bahrain that they can float and we can go there if we want somewhere in qatar let's see fifa 2020 is happening mm-hmm. so the whole resort will float i'm like okay why uh, not think uh, and from from the from your from your perspective from the the grading aspect do you expect them to do a full model on hand to present it or is it just a 2d design or is it a 3d concept on paper no for uh, final submissions so sure. we do have checklist sure uh, we have i mean before uh, we start our semester we 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 uh, give the expectations of it, obviously yeah, so there's a one booklet is there yeah what what exactly the project is what exactly we are expecting what you have to design what is the grading seed uh, grading criteria uh, criteria the breakups and then deadlines they they follow the deadlines for example 12 pm means 12 pm sure not 1201 sure do you get a lot of those students who are no. bad at submission no i mean the thing is the uh, here the thing is uh, they have to submit everything else online so okay. automatically if they're late automatically the, the grade marks will be deducted okay so you don't have to even so like worry about that so the thing is architecture the punctuality is very much important mm. you have to punctuate because your client is not going to wait if not you then someone else else absolutely so throughout the journey you have to teach them how to be on time that is the very key that's why we have long working hours we have sleepless night so yes well, the the interesting thing in my university was that you you got 10% deduction of your grade if you were you were late but if you were late that gave you 24 hours meaning that you had to do a a a a, a mental math in your head and saying hey you know what is it better if i deduct 10% from my from my grade but it gives me an additional 24 hours to work on the piece do you get what i mean okay but oh, but but or because it was always like a value judgment yeah value judgment us. but the thing is here uh, as i told you i mean you asked right sure, sure, sure. Uh, so so they have to submit the flow plan so every stage have different requirement we don't ask everything in one go out of the blue you can't come up because design is a journey it's a process it's your baby you have to nurture Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So you you can't just say, "Hey, professor, today's the semester. This is my submission." We don't accept. Nobody's nobody's that radical. No, no. So you have to go slow, one step, one step, one step, one step, one step. So throughout the semester, you have deadlines. You have to follow the deadlines. You have discussion sessions. You'll come. You'll discuss. You'll bring your work. You. So it's a one-on-one conversation, a one-one, one-on-one. Uh, Sorry to interrupt discussion. you, Danny. What's going on? TV. <laughs> All right, let's take a two minute break. Can I offer you anything, sir? Coffee. Yeah, figured. One, two, three, and we're back. Uh, okay, so we were just talking about that you wanted to potentially do a podcast about architecture. Yeah, po- uh, podcast about architecture because uh, after graduation, as you asked, what what was my thought? So I think students do get confused about what exactly they have to do. And architecture is not fixed domain like engineering. Mm. So there are people. who are into dancing who are into photography who are into film who are into set making set design city design so many things are there and though in the span of 7 years my students they are not just restricted to one particular domain they have mm. moved to the different domains that is a one aspect i mean okay you are done there are students there are people they are done with their architecture might be they are forced by their parents or they are forced by the students or they don't have much choice so 
they can explore themselves after their graduation i think that could be a one platform so that people can come and talk about their journey what what oh, made okay. you think that is a one aspect second thing after graduation people are not aware about what are the different requirement for example somebody want to join columbia somebody want to join ucl somebody want to join somewhere else for the okay. masters they don't want to restrict themselves in their country but the thing is the finance is a major factor Do you not do you not think that the show would work better because your aspect right now in explaining the show is on the on the body end of non-architects potentially wanting to be architects. While I think your modality of a show would be better if you invite famous architects and speak to them like an architect. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I that's a whole different concept because there's a lot of people who no, interview but, architects, but, 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 but aren't is, architects. But the thing is, the, those podcasts are already available. Architects are talking to architects, and they are. But the thing is, if I'm targeting, as you told me, if my target is layman, the budding people, sure, who want to pursue or who is confused about the architecture profession, so the kind of lingo, the kind of terminologies, the kind of thought process they're gonna speak. They they, they can speak about the buildings. They can speak about something. Might be there. They they're not. understanding the concept understand and they'll not get it what exactly i think there are people i mean i think it's better because every time after the graduation or when they are about to complete the graduation they ask the, so what should i do i'm confused there there's so many i mean 50% of the students are still confused they don't know what to do well then can you look it up and tell me how many how many uh, architect podcasts there are I can't imagine that there's that many. There's so many. Maximum. In India, India so many podcasts because it's a digital world now. Yeah, but you know what the average amount of podcasts are in the world? I don't know. Seven. Seven episodes is the average number of podcasts. Okay, but architects are talking about architects is different. But the thing is, I mean, what I feel, what my stakeholders need, I is different. And there's another thing: how to get into the different universities, not funding. I mean, without funding money from your side, how to avail the scholarship? Because there are students; they are going to UCL. They have completed their UCL journey. So, might be those people can come and they can help my target student, not only the India and Bahrain as well as the UAE. because why, why for education education should be free why you have to pay money from your own pockets because there are people i know they have spent a lot of money i mean they are still in debt they're not i mean it's it's a long process you know so i think i mean how to avail a free scholarship how to avail a different organization because sometimes for example if i'm going for my masters if i have been through my masters or if i want to join some university i don't know about the university might be that that particular university or that particular institution is very famous and not famous in terms of marketing because you don't know the inside what is happening you know sure so i think uh, the direct contact who is the direct contact the student who who either they are studying there okay. or they have completed their study there okay. they are the main resource person who can give you the complete insight about that university whether you should go or not but don't and you if you want to go like how to avail the scholarship because there are so many tricks might be you don't know about those scholarships but, but i mean in my personal opinion mm-hmm. content can be one of two things it can be either entertaining or educational and sometimes both true and if it's if it's neither of those two forget it that's not going to work that's True. why we're very you know casual in our show True. that's why we we try to be as entertaining as possible True. True. we try to have some laughs we try to be like oh that's interesting because we want to entertain when when you're telling me your idea of your podcast well, my concern is it's more educational than it is entertaining which is fine but then then why are you structuring it as a podcast and not as a a ted talk 
Do you know what I mean? Those are very different animals. Yeah, TED Talk is like a journey. You know? Exactly. But podcast is like a kind of guidance. Conversation. Conversation. It's like, okay, it's not just, I mean, okay, this is just a basic idea because I never thought about that. You asked me, there's something is like ticking my mind, okay, because every I'm not time, trying to shit on your idea, by no, the way. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not, uh, I mean, in general conversation might be because you are doing this thing, you can help me or might be you can help other way because... It's always, always to be interact with the people who have experience. They can give you the exact situation, exact pros and cons. It's not like, for example, if I'm thinking something, it's not possible. It should be a perfect, you know, no, it doesn't matter whether that will fit into the context as well. Might be people will not watch. Well, people will I, not entertain. I think there are, there are, there, you know, I, I always, I am in this personal belief is that, that the more people do podcasts, the better it is for podcasters. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The, the more accepted it is, the more widely known it is, the better the money is going to be in it. Right. That's that's my personal true, opinion. True, true. And so so when you're telling me these ideas, I think you you do have a market for it. I don't know how you would structure it correctly to hit your target audience because you're talking about people who are either in their early 18s, 19s, maybe if if they're before the university, if they're graduating, then they're around their 22, 23, 23 yeah. something like that. So the structure of the show would, would have to be then very precise in targeting people who are then in the space of, you know, going, hey, you know what, I have one year left in my graduate till my graduation, I need to find a job, I need to do this, I need to do that. Sure. Th that's who you're then targeting. And then my, my, my thinking is then, uh, how, how do you structure that as a show? Because you don't want to have that every episode is the same. I got your point. So it should it should be a holistic you know I mean? approach instead of one conventional or one confined uh, target group. Yeah, I got your point. So yeah, that's pretty. I agree with. Because that. otherwise, you know, you only have to do it once, and then khalas, do a TED talk. Definitely. And then you're done, right? Definitely. But if if you want to have something that's sustainable, you 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 have to have you have to have new insights, new inputs. Having one episode, for example. So if you do a recording every week, which yeah. I would recommend. Uh, You'd have maybe one week or maybe once a month, if you have it over and over again, where you interview, for example, you know, like a HR at a, at a uh, architecture firm where they would talk about, look, this is what we're looking yeah, for. I, for I new got your point because I mean, the, the, the same monotonous thing, because there are people I know they're doing a podcast in India. So what exactly they're doing, they're inviting architects to discuss their work. But again, I mean, why the hell I should listen to that and listen to him because that person is just self-blabbering or might be just self-proclaimed and they're still in their own cocoon they're talking something their own language it is not benefiting me so if it is benefiting it should benefit in some or other way then only i'll go and I'll listen because if you go to the youtube and pod, uh, podcast there's so many podcasts and so many youtube uh uh, contents are there now we are in a digital era so yeah i agree with you it should not be a very monotonous it well um the ceo of disney uh, bob Iger, he he famously said there is more content than there are than there are eyeballs right True. and so your content now has to be very very niche and very precise in its, in its appeal True. um the the era of just you know doing a joe rogan show or something like that is kind of like over the hill yeah. and then you have another bigger issue you luckily you know you you with india especially if you speak hindi then you you do have a very rising industry rising nation and population who are interested in new forms of media definitely in in uh, in english i see the wave kind of peaking now 
right? But again, prefer to. Uh, uh, but again, the youth, the people prefer to watch or listen in their own language of rather course. than. Of course. I mean, then only. I mean, people do connect themselves. For example, if you're conducting a podcast in Arabic, like though you have restricted or you have limited audience, but those uh, audience will be completely dedicated to fan you. Fan base. Yeah. It will be a fan base, right? Uh, instead of having a. Uh, english channel or english podcast if i conduct something in india uh, in india if it is a hindi or malayalam or or tamil or uh, kannada or punjabi so though i have a limited fan base or limited audience mm. but they'll be completely solely dedicated to i would agree that. with you but i would put an asterisk because you have to remember all these services that you're you're pushing you're pushing your content onto are all american firms right and american firms will always want to pick and choose the american counterparts to represent american sure. firms right so the the reason why joe rogan is so big in my personal opinion is because from 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 an institutional perspective joe rogan is the perfect image of of what america wants the world to see big tough guy so fighter so what if we can change the way we see no. what if i mean there are different people are i mean countries are doing sure know? sure so the, so i think now we already i mean 1920s there's a different world order the new world order they mm. proposed so it's already 100 years now we have to think about the new world order no, why I, why we have to restrict to the old uh, world order that was proposed by that's them. what i'm saying i'm saying in the next in the next couple of years you're going to see in the middle east i think uh, more and more service level providers are going to come out you can see dubai exactly um you've got brave now here in bahrain who are doing ufc fightings yeah. right Uh, and you're going to see a Netflix industry kind of Netflix service, but coming from Middle East, you'll see China has been doing it right now um, with with TikTok, and they've been doing it yeah. with WeChat. You're going to see uh, Asia following suit, and and it's because they need to separate that 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 space because you you know you can make it you can, you can you can dodge the bullet as much as you want, but but there. How's the right word of using it? There is a lot of propaganda involved when it comes to high-level players. This Definitely. is the truth. Indeed, yeah. It's this so, is the truth. Yeah. And and this is what my point was with Joe Rogan. You know, if if the U.S. government didn't want Joe Rogan, if they didn't want that appeal to come out internationally, mm. he would have been canceled a long time ago. You you would never have even heard of his name. But because he has an American flag in the background, you know. He's, but but that's the whole yeah, thing. That that's the whole thing. But the thing is, the world is changing now. Uh, absolutely. I, I, mean, I mean, I mean, you can see the, yeah, you can see the recent. Uh, Russia the, right now is separating yeah, itself from the internet. Um, India right now has has been in long talks for a long time with 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 Twitter. Now, uh, I mean, I mean, earlier India uh, in India we used to have the Mastercard and Visa card. Right? Mm. Now we have Rupee card. Rupee mm. is like rupiah. Rupiah is like currency, right? So we have rupee card. So we 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 are clearing. So so just because after this whole invasion, the whole event happened in Russia and this thing, so people are shifting. I mean, why we should follow Master and Visa card? So mm. the new world world order is coming. You can see the whole events which is happening. China is proposing their thing. Russia is proposing their thing now. Russia. Uh, uh, I mean, if you want to buy oil, you have to pay in rubles, or if you pay in Mm-hmm. Uh, the the whole currency thing is changing, so I think the new world order is coming. So, 
the the america great days are gone uh, i think it might be is fading it will fade for after some time it's ab- another stuff absolutely absolutely i mean while while everyone shut down russia uh, russia's stock exchange was only still happening in china right and so <laughs> now you can see <laughs> pardon me but I, i i this this is the sad truth in it and i think you're 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 going to see this escalating and growing and growing and growing i think the area of era of globalization is is i'm not sure this is the debate what we're going to have back you know hopefully we live long enough to see what what will happen whether or not we will go further into globalization like in the early 2000s and 90s you know or if we're going to go backwards and it's going to be more of a fuel system where no 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 we, i mean uh, i must say our world is moving i mean i must uh, uh, let's say congratulate uae and especially the dubai the way he changed the perception of a most muslim world mm. in a global context there's a time when people want to go to some other they, they don't have much choice they want to go to america and london and other places to chill and fun now dubai i mean everybody i mean if you go to india if you ask any any guy or any children from a rural area they know there's a place called dubai and it's supposed to be a lot of fun yeah and 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 they want to go there absolutely so i mean when a, when when a rural i mean when a child for uh, i mean rural india if they are aware so the way they have changed the perception if you go to dubai you'll find the people from all nationality they're not just restricted to the asian or arabs but you you can see the white people as well so i think the white supremacy days are gone i mean absolutely it's all about the money you know if absolutely. you have money i mean you can do whatever you want but but the thing is if you put those money in a right direction and right thing i mean the kind of vision dubai set for himself or for the uh, all gcc nations and the way they are moving towards whether you are talking about the neom it's hmm. hmm. a masterpiece i mean the kind of vision i mean nobody can talk about the city which whose vertical and all the transportation everything is under the ground and nothing it's just a linear city and people will say why linear city but it's a new world order you know a I new agree. thought process and people are doing and i do you have done a lot for the whole uh, muslim world especially the kind of vision the kind of door they have opened and the perception they have changed it's indeed it's a good no thing. i i'm i'm with you i mean the the stuff that mbs has managed to accomplish is is unbelievable i'm a huge fan of him and i i think that he's moving saudi arabia on the right completely the correct direction you know losing the independent not being so dependent on oil and and separating out that's yeah you have to get out from that conventional methods what yeah, i mean when you had oil you were depending on oil but now we we have to change so they are doing it perfect yeah i mean us has a large oil reserve but they never were reliant on purely the oil right they 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 use the oil mostly internally and then uh, they exported all kinds of services and goods yeah. right And, and that's what we see and and that's the right methodology and that's when you start you stuck with countries like Russia who who you know are not producing anything they're they're great in primary sector they have rare metals they have uh, rare resources but they don't have any infrastructure in order to convert it into products and so what happens is that you 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 sh- you ship something out and then you import it at 10x the cost back in yeah it's that's insanity that's purely insanity yeah definitely but uh, i i mean uh, uh, a lot of a lot of places in africa was like that nigeria very famously had a, a very very uh, a, an enormous amount of mines that they were exporting <laughs> precious resources out and then importing it at 10x back it, it's it, that's all yeah yeah 
But these things are changing. These things are changing. But before we finish the show, I wanted to talk to you a little bit more about uh, the homogeny of architecture and how how now when you open up Google Maps, you know, it doesn't matter what town or city you open up in, it seems almost like a copy-paste. Yeah, it's all about the <coughs> impact of globalization, you can say. I mean, doesn't matter. I mean, if I see a building in... in Okay, fine. Let me give you uh, one example. When I was in India, so uh, we had to conduct a summer studio in Dubai. Mm. So we had asked students, okay, let's go for the summer school there. There's another institution. So that institution, I don't want to name that institution. That student institution have another branch in Dubai. They were like, okay, we'll go there and uh, we'll have a summer studio. So just raise your hand who all are willing to go. So there's no response. I asked why. They said, why we have to go to Dubai? It's better we can go to Gurgaon. The same fancy, the, the same building with a glass facade. There's no identity. There's no uniqueness. I mean, one student told me, uh, so if I click a picture the, of... Uh, Skyline. It? Skyline of Gurgaon. And if I click a picture of Dubai, not the uh, recognized one, but yeah. the normal one. You can't exactly differentiate. So if I have to go to it's better, you can take me somewhere where they have identity, mm. you know. So again, the climatological aspect, I mean, though we are talking about sustainability, we are talking about the climate change, we are talking about everything. But at the same time, we are in a complete glass box. I mean, during summertime, we are just increasing, uh, uh, I mean, during wintertime, we are increasing the temperature, and summertime, we are lowering the down the temperature. That's all. What else we are doing? Understand. And where's the identity? I mean, there's a time if I see, for example, if I see Bahrain-based building, I can say, okay, this is Bahrain. Uh, if if I see the Burj Khalifa, only one or two or three unique buildings are there that is recognized. But there's a time if you see Jeddah's architecture, if you see Bahraini's architecture, if you see bungalows of Bangalore, if you see uh, colonial architecture in India or the Indo-Sarsenic architecture. Mm. architecture in fact when britishers invaded or when britishers came to india so that time people were uh, i mean india had a typical indian architecture but again different contexts have a different some some of them have arches some of them have different facade system mm. but all of them are climatically oriented but when britishers came suddenly they i mean the colonial typical buildings the colonial architecture from bahrain popped up all over the india but people were not very accepting to it then what they did they inculcated the Indian element and the British element and they come up with a new architecture vocabulary that is called Indo-Sarsanic architecture. Cool. If you go to Chennai, the Madras, if you go to any other, uh, Kolkata, so you'll find there's an Indian touch is there so that people can relate to it. The, when people can relate to it, then only do it. When Britishers can do that time, why we are not doing right now? It's not about one country, it's about whole country. If you zoom in the picture, you can't exactly find where exactly you are, seriously. I, it's completely glass. I, I agree. I mean, this this is, in my opinion, why why Dubai has the... Can you look up the image? Uh, the frame? Yeah, Dubai have a frame, yeah. Yeah, the, the, it's, the frame. It's, the frame so yeah. for people who are listening in audio, you can, you can look it up and we'll have it in the description. Otherwise, you can look it up on Google Images. It's called Dubai Frame. And okay, it, this is an identity. This is a landmark. This exactly. Is this is the, in order to separate I, I'm the not skyline. Talking, I'm not talking about these buildings. Right? No, no, no. I understand. But but the reason why these why I assume they built it was in order to to create identity within a skyline. You know, to create uniqueness and in individuality. But, okay, fine. Now this picture, if you crop that 
that skyline which is behind sure you, you can just take the uh, zoom in towards the left and you can take that picture up. i understand we're completely and, and, and if you see if you click the picture from mumbai mm. uh, if you click picture from manhattan if you click picture from there and you can put the blur image people can't exactly recognize where exactly it is no i i totally it's all, agree it's all fancy building the glass facade but i think we should understand that the europe or the america have different climates Of they have they fair. have different climates fair so it's perfectly okay to put the glass so i generally every time i ask my student don't put glass everywhere where's the roots where's mm. the bahrini thing mm. so likewise for the india i mean if you go to the metropolitan city you'll find the glass facade but not all the cities are adopting but mostly the it park or mncs i mean mncs from uk mncs from uh, usa all the mncs they are coming they're popping up or they they they're migrating to india or or bangalore or gurgaon you'll find all the glass facade because they have sorry the sorry dan i'm going to have to ask you to go back onto google images sorry to interrupt you but the the reason i'm interrupting you is because i totally agree with where you're coming from there there was a period of time uh, called a new roman uh, neo roman sorry neo roman architecture hmm. which was you know these white pillars everywhere neo neo roman architecture and eo so again there's a different uh, architecture uh, so, movement so this was very popular in the 1800s in the us yeah and and which was a return to classicism classicism yeah and do you think we, i i i would not be surprised if we will find a return to classicism in europe because for for europeans and for americans this is you know the gold standard in yeah. in mentality again wise. again you can see who ruled uh, that area mm. so for example if you see the all the colonial buildings in india mm. though bahrain don't have but if you go to singapore you'll find again the colonial thing or india if you go to the metropolitan cities like uh, delhi bombay because can you, can you look up uh, uh, colonial buildings in delhi just for or in audience? india you can just search or india building So if you search there so you can find the same vocabulary was uh, translated in every uh, context. So you can see this is the the first one is the gateway of India. Again they have some Indian elements in there incorporate to it. Yeah. Yeah, but after that you can see there's a colonial buildings on the left that is from Kolkata then next to that the European colonial architecture that is the Victoria Memorial. Mm. Again You can see that is a completely colonial. I have to but, admit but, though it is very beautiful. That is very beautiful. No it, doubt. I'm it, I'm not denying it. It's, it's not beautiful, but again this is thing. If you search the Rashtrapati Bhavan or Pre- President Palace India. I mean uh, no no doubt the Raj Mahal which is probably the most famous iconic building in India prior to colonization is also incredibly beautiful in a different manner though. Hmm. So now you can see you can click any picture uh, or or you can click the first picture first picture go to the first picture now you can see this uh, architecture mm. what i want to tell you i mean how britishers have inculcated this was done by the louis i can mm. the guy who designed the new delhi mm. okay so you can see the dome so that dome is not exactly the i mean the first picture on the top of it i sure. mean below the flag the dome is uh, inspiration is taken from the buddhist viharas stupa Okay. So there's a super that is a Buddhist architecture that mm. is prevalent in India. So that dome is uh, introduced or or translated from there. Then after that you can see other picture likewise those those chhajjas those jhali jo jharokas are there the uh, jo chhatris do you know okay how to say uh, uh, the pillars. 
Yeah, the the small small uh, uh, the buildings on uh, the the square roofs. You mean on? Yeah, on, yeah, on the top. On the top. Okay. Yeah, on the top. So that is uh, taken from the typical uh, Rajasthani and the Mughal architecture that was prevalent. Uh, that is already there. So you can see the whole Rasputi Bhavan is not exactly the replica of typical colonial architecture mm. but it is merged with the different elements like all the buildings which is available in india because that is the president palace by the time that was viceroy's house mm. okay. so they have inculcated all the small small elements which is prevalent in india or that is famous in india by the time in 1911 and the guy the architect designed this building so it is representing the whole india it is not completely european thing but it has some implications so for example well pillars for example is yeah, very stand out yeah that, that is the colonial thing can you click on the second picture yeah that one can you zoom in a bit so now you can see the elements of the uh, uh, the it, windows yeah not window the entry gate oh of course this yeah this entry gate if you if you see any mughal architecture whether in agra or delhi that is inspired from there but they have uh, trifolic arches but in this case that is the completely thing and the material they have used the red sandstone that is very much prevalent in um, that area mughal architecture sure. okay. likewise the other sandstone the same uh, the in this case you can see those chhatris the small uh, dome right and left that is again am on the top mm. just next to the dome the small uh, domes are there that is again inspired from the typical rajasthani or rajputana architecture in the mughal architecture so the elements they have used in the building they have inculcated all the small 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 elements are uh, collected all the way and they have translated that thing because it's interesting that you brought up the dome part because i might be mistaken since i'm not an expert in architecture such as yourself professor but i i i thought that the original dome first built was in in england in uh the 17 or 1600 under the church uh can you can you double check that for me uh first first dome, first dome building I think it's Pantheon. It's Pantheon or Rome? I think I'm not I, sure. I don't. I I'm I'm not. Yeah, it's Pantheon. Yeah, this one. The Pantheon. Yeah, the Pantheon. So I remember there. Can you type in uh, a dome? First dome building, uh, London. Because I I watched a documentary over it, and I don't remember what made it so special. Maybe because of how it was built at the time. Not Millennium Dome. No. It was from the church. I forgot the name of the church. Saint Paul's yeah, Saint Paul's Cathedral. That's. I remember watching a documentary about Saint Paul's Cathedral, mm. and I I don't know why the dome was special, but I'll have to find it out for you. Joining like the Roman Pantheon, Saint Paul's built one of the biggest domes in the world at blah blah blah, a scale hundreds feet on top of the Tuscan. Don't forget Spans and Tom. I don't know why it was so special, but I I remember. I'll try to remember. I'll try to find the documentary and I'll share so it with you. So it might be a construction technique they have used. Maybe, uh, maybe. Uh, the thing is, if you see the domes, which is, uh, I mean, the domes uh, was brought to India by Persians. Mm. Uh, I mean, Persians, Turks, Mughals, Mongols. When they invaded India, they brought their architecture as well. So in India, you'll find double domes. Well, the Greeks went all the way to to Rome. Alexander the Great. Yeah, uh, they, they went. But but the thing is, uh, he died in he died near in, in India. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, uh, he never invaded or uh, ruled like Britishers or uh, Mughals ruled around five hundred, six hundred. He he did he did invade uh, Egypt and he even became a pharaoh. Yeah. 
which I did not know till recently. <laughs> Even I just got to know. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, Alexander the so, Great so, became a pharaoh. So, yeah, uh, Al Alexander was famous. So, uh, what I was saying, yeah, the domes. So, domes have different uh, vocabulary you'll find in India. Mm. So, all the mosques and everything, they have double dome because of the climate. So, there's an in, in interior dome, which is just a false dome. So, from inside, you can see the normal doors. But from the top, you can see this thing. So, there's a small, small, small windows are there. Because just because the dome have some sort of hot air so that cool air can just... Of course, for insulation and... Insulation. And, yeah. At the same time, there's an aesthetic purpose is there mm. and the geometric purpose is there and acoustic because you are praying in the, inside the mosque. So you need the acoustic as well. So just imagine what, what our ancestors have done long back. So what, what, do you, what do you believe about all these old temples that are coming now under sadly ruin in India? Mm -hmm. And some of them are even being demolished and then being brought across the continent. Mm -hmm. there's, there's a U.S. guy who, who took apart an entire uh, temple in India mm -hmm. and then rebuilt it. In his yeah, in his yeah. home, which is I don't know. I mean, yeah. yeah. So that is, what do you even do yeah, with that? Yeah, yeah. That is a part of the conservation architecture. That is, I mean, after your graduation, you can offer the conservation. So what they do basically, I mean, uh, prior to that, I mean, there are different uh, uh, authors or different uh, people. They have documented the building. They have listed the building. For example, Sir Syed Ahmed Khan. He mm. documented all the mosques and everything in Delhi. All mm. the mosques, all the old structures, or Islamic architecture that was there or that is there in Delhi. So there's a book is there. So, I mean, if you flip and you can just check out whether those monuments are there or not. So likewise, for conservation of architecture, what they do, they just, if they have some reference images. So likewise, they, they just jot down, they just try to identify the ruins and they number it. Then after that, they place this thing and they try to, they don't add anything from their side. But they try to manage. So it's okay. That is, I mean, there's so many temples and so many uh, uh, heritage structures that was, uh, let's say, the retained or you can say uh, the restored by the different uh, heritage or the conservation architects in India. Not only India, there's other places as well. Oh, wonderful. No, wonderful. So, so, so two people. One is the people. There's an archaeological survey of India. There's an archaeologist. Hmm. And there's a conservation architects. Conservation architects can construct the building and archaeologists can... I read those tiny details and all those things that okay, okay this element from there this element from there this element from there so there's a, again architecture is all about a coordination and a process so yeah beautiful well before we end the show is there anything you'd like to add by the way okay yeah the thing is uh, what I can say about life I mean generally students or, or the young generation as you asked me they just confuse or sometimes, you know, they, I mean, these days we are talking about the mental health. We, these days we are talking about so many things. People sure. just get stressed so easily. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes they compare themselves with some other students. But they should understand that every person have different journey. Your journey is different. My journey is different. Might be, right now I'm sitting in Bahrain. So might be my colleague is sitting somewhere in India. Or might be my colleague is ahead of me and they're sitting somewhere in USA. So everybody have different struggle and different journey. So don't, never compare because you are precious. You have different journey. Your destiny is different. Others' destiny is different. We do compare. Sometimes, you know, uh, they, they, I mean, money is not everything. I mean, people, I mean, there's a very famous reel, like, Habibi, if you have money, come to Dubai, if you want to have a luxury. But money is not, but the thing is how, how much, 
you are satisfied with your life that is important and always stick to your roots because sometimes we just got disconnected from our roots whether in daily life or in architecture or non architecture thing we just forget our roots when you don't have your roots then where's your identity you are no one you are just another person i mean a, a person who belongs to the lower strata a person who i mean if you see all the successful people everybody is still connected to your roots so always stick to your roots you have your roots and that is your identity that is very much required people don't get it and they uh, people do think okay if you have money so or if you have power mm. you can conquer the whole world but the thing is you should understand the power people who have power they can't even walk on the street unguarded so if you're so what is the point of having a power you can't walk i say that a lot of times to people who say you know i really wish i was this famous or this rich or this stuff or this stuff i always ask them i say listen do you really think that bill gates or jeff bezos is happy do you really think that they like having to it's walk around it's happiness yeah it's with, happiness it's with, about satisfaction how satisfied you are life with you. for example i mean i'm stick to yours i mean burger pizza and other thing can't give me a satisfaction until unless i'll have something like rice dal and some sure, veggies absolutely. from my thing that that will give me more satisfaction doesn't matter i'm i roam around here and there sure. sometimes by the end of the day i prefer to sit on the floor and i want to eat on the floor because sure. that starts my route that is my tradition you know sure. so sitting in a dining table that is again colonial mindset that's not my roots so i mean people do think about the power or money i mean the thing is if you have money are you sure you are happy no that's why i was trying to say is that yeah. the, those people have like you, Je- jeff bezos is not able to go to the bathroom by himself right you he has can't. like a whole team so so if you have power you are a powerful person For, of this country but you can't you can't walk unguarded uh, unguarded or in your, your kids, country not even your kids not even your family no one then what is the point of having that power Isn't that, money, isn't you know? that crazy? And, and, yeah, isn't it crazy? Like people do talk about, okay, if I have money, I'll be more happy. But the thing is, if you go on a street, I'm not talking about the Bahrain because I don't see any poor people here. But if you go in India, you don't find people or the poor people or the rich people, they're laughing or they're happy. But the thing is, if you go on a street, you'll find people, though poor, they don't have food to eat. Hmm. But the thing is, they're happy. They're, the kids are dancing on the street. That is the happiness. Not sitting in a very cozy or like one a glass box with full AC, eating some garbage or junk food or watching a TV. No, I agree with you. Where, where is the happy happiness? Are you happy from inside? I agree with you. I agree with you. A lot of people just live in cages. It's very strange. Yeah, we live in a cages. It's not about lot lot of people. We also belong to the same. We we live in a cages. Where is the happiness? So understand who you are, where's your roots, and just be happy. Live hum, live humbly, talk to humbly. I mean, li- live simply. We, me and Dan even talked about it. We said, you know, in a in a in a dream world, we would be doing the show outside. Yeah. Right. But yeah. it's not possible. Sadly, life is fragile. Sadly. Life is fragile. Live your life the Maybe. way you want to. Not not what social media. Social media is myth. Mm. Social media is myth. You know, sometimes you know. One fine day, I'll I'll give you one example. Uh, in in India, I was taking one architecture and journalism subject, and I posted one video that was the old video from somewhere, and I just tagged this location and I added a music. It was a normal story, and by mistake, I was late in that class, like five minutes late. My students thought, okay, I think I'm not gonna take class because. I'm holidaying somewhere else. <laughs> That is a myth. I mean, the thing is, don't follow what social media or Instagram. Yeah, I totally is, agree. Is is creating a memory? It's all myth. Then, then, then I, 
the moment i entered they were like are you here we thought i mean who told you just because i posted a video it doesn't mean um walking survey it's like that, that that's what i wanted to teach you how social media have impacted your life and our life because we 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 are ready to believe whatever people are projecting by the way i live a life now that every day i i delete my instagram and tiktok and and all this app and every day i redownload it because i i only want to use it for when i have to check a message and i or try to only look at it three or two times a day yeah. so i'm constantly deleting it and open and redownloading it because i know i can't control myself to to not find myself you know going like oh you know what i have five minutes let me check what's going on because that five minutes true. turns very quickly true, into half true. an hour into an hour so i mean we live in a world <coughs> that was framed by someone else mm. and we got envy i mean we, we like oh i want to live that life i'm i'm not which isn't in a life. real life anyways which is not a real life but the thing is at the same time the kind of life you're projecting or the kind of life i have might be there hell lot of people and number of people who are in the street they see okay this guy or you they, they they'll say okay i want to live their life but we are not happy with the life because it's all fake but what you're also seeing is only the best part that's best part right you're not seeing like so now what i am trying to say the journey sure. and the process so don't compare yourself with someone else don't don't just got fascinated by someone's story might be it's a fake i agree no it's like you know those holiday pictures because it's always everyone who looks at it goes oh you know beautiful beach whatever but they don't they don't see like the whole 2 hour trip to get there the 8 hour flight that's perfectly the, the like airport that is just one picture but the rest of the day he was just struggling you know, struggling yeah. on his body i totally not, agree with you yeah. i totally agree with you but for whatever reason people have this weird mentality they they it's not mentality this is what the whole social media impacted people's lives so don't compare yourself with anybody else just live your life the way you are and be happy if you are happy your parents are happy if you have a spouse or your children they are happy that is enough it is it is it is so weird because i see it in my family that 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 we won't even talk to each other we'll just eat dinner and stare at a phone which i find so bizarre because why are we even like in the same room together i mean then what is the point of staying and second thing we do compare okay that person is wearing zara another person is wearing this thing mm but might be that person don't have a responsibility you i, I mean might be sure. if you are a people you have a family to feed sure 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 if you're not able to feed your family then what is the point of wearing a zara or gucci or armani sure no so, i agree so that that is again a impact of social media that person is wearing this that person i mean if you see in india like actors every i mean three meetings they are attending three days dress they are changing and that is somehow impacted in negative way well, well let me people are dreaming about that let, let me ask you this before 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 we come to a close uh, we have an actress coming on to the show uh, soon i'm not going to say the name that's going to be a surprise mm-hmm. um we we briefly talked about colonization with her uh she, she i forgot the name of the book the one that every fucking everyone is reading you know the, the picture with a guy on a horse Can you look up colonization book then? I forgot the name of the book. Okay. And so so my argument to her is from Milton Freeman who said that the living standards of India colonization India book maybe. That's the one, The End of Darkness. The Era of Darkness. The Era of Darkness. Sorry. Shashi Tharoor, yeah. 
He's very uh, famous. Famous. Uh, every 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 asshole I know has read this book. Why? Because you know, whenever he's posting or whenever he's tweeting something, sure, know, he's using one English vocabulary, or sure, one English one, and everybody are forced to open a Google uh, dictionary to understand that word. Sure, that is the power. I mean, he's is wow. because well, the reason I bring this up is 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 you should watch his uh, uh, video. It's available. I mean, the way he slammed uh, the British Parliament. I, sure. I I I I I remember watching it. There was a debate very famously between uh, some British Parliament members and with Taru. with uh, with Taru. I remember watching it. But the reason I'm bringing this up is that Milton Freeman famously, and I quote him saying, "It took 40 years for India post colonization." to have the same living standards as with colonization where does that put that uh, okay. where do we where do we go with that where do we what, what? <laughs> okay. can you repeat the question you... Milton Freeman and I quote said mm-hmm. it took 40 years for post colonization India to have the same living standards as under the colonization of India as under British rule might be might be because, uh, not very yeah. dude come on <laughs> no, might be because because there are two reasons two reasons first of all britishers had, i mean we we had a partition sure so we split it into three different i mean the east pakistan west pakistan and india mm. first thing second thing you looted everything from us mm-hmm. there's a time when when they used to call i mean we we, we, we had a hell lot of money mm. yeah mm. Yeah, you can check the uh, the, the the I mean, uh, one rupees was uh, uh, much better than the dollar. To what, like a hundred years ago, before colonization, Not before uh, during forty seven, nineteen forty seven. It was the the nineteen forty seven. Yeah, yeah. This was uh, independence was nineteen forty eight. No, so forty seven. Nineteen forty seven. Okay. So I mean, you looted everything from us, from mm-hmm. our crown to our diamond, our jewelries, everything. Mm-hmm. So obviously. Yeah, but there was also a lot of infrastructure and technology brought, you know. But it's 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 not like a give. No, it's a give no. or take on the scale, it, right? It's, it's a give and take. But 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 that give. I mean, uh, whatever you have given to us during our colonization, it was limited to the elite strata of people. Sure. But post independence, the challenge with our uh, our prime minister. Was sure. to first of all to manage the partition. People were migrating. Muslims were migrating to Pakistan. Hindus were coming, uh, migrating to India. Sure. So the migration was there. We are left with no money. Okay. We are left with no other things. This by the time we we had nothing. You, you took everything from us. And by the time the poverty was its peak because mm. of colonization, the post-British era, and the challenge was with the prime minister to tackle the whole thing. The British's agenda was to tackle the elite society. Sure, but when you are a democratic country, so you can't just talk about the elite society. Sure. You have to talk about the poor as well. Okay. So obviously we have to struggle, and we we had a, a struggled a lot. And and forty seven. Then after that ninety seven, we have a Indo China war. Then we have a Indo India India Pakistan war. Mm. So we, we I mean just after I mean this thing after nineteen sixty seven after uh, partition, we been through the wars as well. We were struggling with the droughts. We, we we had to take care of our people mm-hmm. so it was a misery it it was a bizarre or horrible situation for india by the time i i'm very fascinated by this book because i w- i will hound on this a little bit deeper uh, the the argument still stands it took it under british rule india the argument of obviously is is the colonization has it been more good than bad that's usually the the main debate on this topic i'm going to play devil's advocate on here um 
prior to the colonization, I think we can both admit that colonization brought roads, brought traffic, brought, pro brought ports. The counter argument is always, yes, they built all these things to take resources out of India. That's fine, right? But s somehow has to be developed, something has to be paid for to do the development, right? It's, it's, it has to be a give or take yeah. on these issues, right? It no, now. Sure. Okay, it's not just Britishers. There's a different princely states was there. Mm -hmm. So, for example, Nizams, the Nizams of Hyderabad. Yeah. Right? So, if you go there, the Nizams of Hyderabad was very rich by the time. They were mostly brought to Oxford or Cambridge for education. Yeah, so all 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 the princely states. So that's that is the kind of development Hyderabad had. Though uh, the, the the Nizam was not under the Britishers, that was allied to the Britishers. So if you see the Lucknow, if you see the kind of architecture or this thing, the Nawabs have done. Or if mm. you see the Mughals, Mughals have done to this country, or or you can say uh, the the princely states of Rajputana. So I mean, if you rule, if you own the world, because you belong belong to that soil so obviously if 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 your state of your princely state will flourish to you do the britishers they just came and they took everything see this is the interesting part because i don't i don't i, I i'm not i'm not prescribed on that on that belief that the british just came and took everything i mean technology and industry was brought also into the country the east india trading company regardless of your perception of how evil it was it still brought in jobs and economic value right so it was not job it was more like a torture for indians i mean uh, and they, 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 they treated mm -hmm. uh, the people from the lower strata as a slave yeah yeah. But I, so, so it was not job. Now we are talking about the term job, but that time it was more. Uh, yeah, but the class system in India wasn't brought in by by the British. Not class system. So don't even like. No, the class system was brought by Britishers. I I have to check, but the caste system was there. Caste system is different, and the class system is different. Sure, but you always the, the, the caste system is still existing. Yeah, there. But absolutely. I mean, from untouchables to Jamars to Jots, it, it's it, already it, there. It's there. It's still there. Forget it's, about uh, forty. It, we have completed 70 years, 75 years this year, it's still there. And it will, and it will keep still being there because as long it as- It will be there, it, it will be there. As long as there's value in the system, the system will keep existing. I mean, people have different mentality, they don't want. I mean, I mean, recently the chi child got killed mm. because he touched the upper class mm. water pot mm. and he wanted to drink the water. Mm. And and the guy was hardly eight or nine years old. Sure, but I mean, these kind of crazy stories you hear in India all the time. You know, you, you have students who commit suicide based on results for examination. You have a kid who recently killed himself, but, sorry, killed his friend so he doesn't have to go to school. Okay, I don't know about but that's Dan, like, uh, am I right or am I wrong? Is it? Okay, I don't know about this, but, but, but the suicide. <laughs> there was a guy, what, who, who just like built a home on his tree so he doesn't have to talk to his wife? Oh, that 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 is, that, that is there. I, I read about that. <laughs> I mean, there's there's you yeah. know. Yeah, that that is that I read. But the thing is, the suicide is very common in India. Why? Because, uh, you know, the problem with the Indian society or Indian parents that is a severe parent still there. There's so many movies are there like uh, Three Idiots. You should watch that movie by Amir Khan. It was well done. But the thing is, the problem with the Indian parents they always compare the kids with other kids. Sure, sure. So if I mean, though, when I was there, I, I mean, my, uh, my aunt used to compare his son with my son. Okay, I scored this much, that guy scored much. She's still, my wife is there, how much is there? So it's still there, the comparison is there, and sometimes it will traumatize you, or sometimes it will give you that sort of thing. And the IIT, the Indian Institute of Technology, that is the, one of the finest uh, technical institution in India. So, I mean, if you, if you can crack that exam, 
you'll get the all the top notch IITs in India and you can easily secure a place. I, I so mean, that that is the thing, the medical. So people do compare and if if you're not able to crack those exams, if you're not able to get into that place. So not parents, but the neighbors or the people, they, they used to taunt you. So it will give you kind of depression. That is a problem with the Indian society and the Indian parenting and the society. But then, the thing is, for example, sure. if I'll say, I don't want to get married. Sure. My parents will not listen to me. Why? The question. The response will be, what if you'll not get married? What other people will say? What the society will say? What that aunt will say? I mean, society... Sure. You are a part of society. When you're craving about someone else's child, you're part of that society. So obviously that society will talk. Those people will talk about me if I'll not. So they'll not ask why. The mm. question is what other will say, what other will follow, what other will do. That is the problem with Indian society. From north to south, east to west, it's common. But I will be the devil's advocate again here. Don't you not feel that the competition, this high degree, has allowed India's top to be the top of the world. That is fine. Microsoft CEO, Indian. All, all, all Google CEOs, CEOs Indian. All. Right? Mark Zuckerberg is the only exception really with Facebook on Meta, but uh, his chief of staff is also Indian. So it, I got your point. Uh, I, I, I got your point, but you should understand that this is my hand and these are my five fingers and all of them are not in same shape, same size, same length. Sure. So every child is unique. Every child have a different uh, thought process mm -hmm. and or every child have different thought process to approach something mm -hmm. you can't just ask without asking they enrolled me for pcm i mean after my 10th mm -hmm. they asked me okay you'll study the science not arts or commerce mm -hmm. though i'm from a typical business family they they, they forced me because i i got i got good score in 10 then after that plus two Hmm. The intermediate, the plus two, ten plus two was big struggle for me, because I was from a Hindi medium. I hmm. was forced to an English medium uh, institution, and that to a physics, chemistry, math, hmm. Hmm. and I was not literally prepared. And I scored pretty less. And by the time after that, they they want me to be an engineer, but I don't want it to be an engineer. Hmm. Why should we? I mean, they'll not ask you what do you want to be. They're like you'll either you'll be a doctor or engineer. So it's hmm. not possible for everybody to to. To, to be doctors and to engineers. To be a doctor engineer because might be, um, uh, the, the, then one fine day I was struggling literally. I took a year break. I was struggling. What should I do? They want me to be an engineer. Then I inquired. That time internet was not there. Hmm. It was not approachable. It was there. You have to go to cafeteria, uh, uh, the internet. This is the early 90s, I yeah, see. Early, uh, not early 90s, in 2005. 2005, okay. So late 90s, 2005. Yeah. So then, then I, I had a word with my cousin. I was like, what should I do? And they're like, you don't, meaning I can't, I don't think so. I, I can be an engineer because I, I don't, I'm not inclined towards it. What should I do? Uh, I wanted to pursue BBA mm. and MBA. And I wanted to do something related to the business because my family is, uh, we have a family business. My everybody, all the cousins and everybody is into business. Then my cousin told me, why don't you offer architecture? Okay. Like what exactly architecture is? They're like you have to design a building, but you 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 are not a civil engineer. Then he he was pursuing architecture by the time. They're like okay. Mm -hmm. Then I went there. I applied. I never told my parents like I'm applying for architecture as well because, and my uncle too much fighting. Yeah. Too much fighting. Too much unnecessary arguments. There's no point. 
then obviously engineering i i never got a chance uh, to clear the iits then i get to architecture and then I, yeah it's engineering it is a part of college of engineering i wanted to be and then even like what br why you wanted to do architecture I'm like i wanted to do architecture when i explored about architecture i learned a lot about this thing i was like yeah i wanted to be an architect i don't want to be an engineer or civil engineer or chemical engineer or mechanical engineer why because just because of the society what society will say when it doesn't i don't care hindsight 2020 happy i'm very much happy i'm very happy well, i mean nice. I, that was the right decision and that was the right the, the right thing perfect well dude it was a pleasure having you on yeah likewise i mean i sorry to keep it so short but dude yeah hopefully happy only again in the future yeah